This is Gang Alley Media, where faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Hey everybody, we are back, our podcast, this is Dina. And Michelle, hopefully you can hear me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so last week we did like a real short episode. Yes. I mean. Like mega short, like what? 15, 20 minutes? Something like that. We're making up for it today. (laughs) (laughs) We are. Well, not me, per se. No, you're... I'm... You'll get it. Never mind. Okay, so here's what's going on. It's Shark Week. So, this is actually just kind of a happenstance, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, about two years ago... Before Honk Podcast ever came around, I had a what podcast with Andrew. A what? It was a tiger shark. A what? (laughs) So, we had that. We did a couple of great episodes. Friday the 13th. um, And Jaws. Well, we recorded this like four hour long Jaws conversation. (laughs) And... Said, well, maybe we should put it into like two big chunks. <clears throat> so we had released the first one, and then there were some technical problems, and uh, Andrew had lost his computer or something. And, but he managed to salvage. Find it and salvage it. Find it, salvage. And edit part two. So part one covered Jaws and Jaws 2. Part two covered Jaws 3D and Jaws the Revenge. So now we have that second part. Rather than have y'all go back and re-listen to the first part. Gracie, no! You can keep that in if you want. Okay. Rather than that, I am merging the two episodes together. Woo, boy. Yeah. And giving y'all an epic near four hour long Jaws uh, episode. This giant, great, white-sized episode. It's only fitting. It is. Only fitting. It is. So, that being said, we do plan on, you know, actually this goes along well because remember I said that we had wanted to start talking about franchises and talking about, you know, subgenres mm-hmm. and everything else. This will be a good example of the, what you meant. Right. Now... Uh, this might possibly open the door to other things that we might be doing. Andrew and I are in talks on a few things. This may even open the door to opportunities involving a Patreon. Because I'm brainstorming here. Alright. So, great things are coming. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, oh, just a warning. This was 
a what podcast, not a podcast. So the whole decent, decent to each other thing is not. Oh, what? what? No, you're I'm, still being decent. No, we are. We're decent. But. But, man. There's language. There's language. Language. There's language. It's salty. It is salt water. Well, see? Yeah. It has to be salty. I mean. Yeah. Can't have the great white if it's not salty. That is true. So, thank you very much. Enjoy. Share this with all your friends. Hit us up on the socials. Mm-hmm. We love y'all. Be decent to each Be other. Be decent to each other. Peace. What's poppin', brother? Andrew, how you been? I'm all right. Feels like forever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Smart ass. (laughs) Yeah, man. Ah, Doing good, doing good, doing good. Good. Off the bat, dude, we we lost a legend. Oh, dude. Ugh. All day, I kept thinking about it. I was like, dude, that fucking sucks. Yeah, I had found out. I was on Twitter, and and someone did a you know RIP, and I'm like, what the hell? So I jumped onto IMDb, and they didn't even update that yet. So I was like, what the hell? And then Googled it and found out, yes, Burt Reynolds passed away. Yeah, I was bummed. I had a guy come into my office. You were right. I'm like, freaking Burt Reynolds. And he's like, wow, you're taking this hard. I'm like, yeah. I mean, growing up with Cannonball Run and Smokey and the Bandits. Oh, Smokey yeah. and the Bandit, dude, forget it. Stroke Rave. Dude, best little whorehouse in Texas. Yep. That yep. movie yep. is hilarious. Yep. And freaking, you know, Deliverance, you know, freaking classic there. And uh, Not only is Deliverance a classic, but you're going to tell me that if you're like on a road trip someplace and you're in some kind of creepy... Uh, hillbilly sort of <laughs> sort of area you just still go god dude, dude this is like deliverance over here <laughs> dude i live it man <laughs> what dude you do not live in deliverance get out of here i drive from one end of south carolina to the other on a daily basis i go through towns that have population 900 i kid you not yeah but there are there dudes that look like those dudes there are some. There are some. My condolences, guy. But, dude, even on top of that, you got, you know, he did some really good, you know, action movies like uh, Malone oh, was a oh, good one. Malone was good. Stick was really good. Again, Sharky's Machine. Oh, yeah. Which was what he billed as Dirty Harry in Georgia because that was around the time where Clint Eastwood ended up doing – any which way you can, or any which way but loose. Oh, yeah, not and, his finest and, moments. 
And Burt Reynolds went over to him and said, Clint, you're going into my territory here. You're doing the comedy stuff. You, if this film's a success, I'm doing the Dirty Harry movie. And then he ended up doing Sharky's Machine after that. And Clint said, man, you weren't kidding. So, Can yeah, you imagine he, being a fly on the wall while that conversation was going on? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yep, absolutely. And did you know, and I haven't seen this movie, but in 1968, I think it is, he did a film called Shark. No, I didn't see that. It took place, I think, it was in the Middle East. It was shot in Mexico, but it took place in the Middle East. And he was like a, a smuggler or something. And he had to go down to the ship in order to retrieve some valuables. And it was in shark-infested water. No, I did not see that, but I definitely want to see it now. Yeah, I want to definitely find that one. Oh, that might be happening tonight. That's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm going to be hunting that bad boy down because... Burt Reynolds in a shark movie? Come on, dude. Shark movie, dude. Freaking great whites and everything. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm hunting that down tonight. Yep. So it's basically, so. It's basically the bandit fights Jaws? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I'll pay to see that movie. <laughs> the Bandit vs. Jaws, yeah. <laughs> so, and so, speaking of Jaws... Uh, dude, I'll talk about Jaws all day. If that's if, if that's the hole you want to go down, we can do that. That is it. Let, let's dive in deep and talk about Jaws. All right, do it, man. <laughs> 1975. Uh, based on the novel by Peter Benchley. Actually, I'm going to say something. Uh, I'm going to say based on the concept, idea, and characters of Peter Benchley. Because... Uh, have I, you, have you I read the book? it, dude. Yes, I read it. Dude, that book is a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not putting it on my... Uh, you know, oh. my Oprah's list of recommendations by uh, by any means. No, it wasn't good. No, I mean, I am so glad it was rewritten for that movie. Uh, Carl Gottlieb is a patron saint of, of screenwriter for what he did with that movie. Okay, now, dude, I have not read that book for, I, I guess, maybe 30 years ago. Is there some kind of romantic entanglement between... Ellen Brody and like the Richard Dreyfus character, or am I remembering something else? No, no, there was. What it was was, I think, and I'm going back about 10, 15 years myself reading it, but she had known Matt Brody. Um, Wait, Matt Brody? Matt, Ho- Matt Hooper, I'm sorry. Get your she shit together, Matt- dude. <laughs> <laughs> she had known Matt Hooper. I think she had dated his brother or something because she was a few years older than he was. Because she had had, they weren't necessarily new to Amity, the Brodies. Well, at least Ellen wasn't. So she had known Hooper. I think she was involved with his older brother or something like that. And then when he came, they ended up rekindling, you know, some spark. And it was weird. Like they went out to dinner and they're like talking about sex fantasies or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah, see, that, I vaguely remember that, and I remember reading it as a kid, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I mean, and it got weird. It was like, 
have you ever fantasized about getting raped by a black guy or something like it? And it was like, really? Oh, I do all the time. Yeah, everybody does. I mean, <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, so that was crap. What else was there? I mean, Brody in the movie, like, couldn't swim at all. He was, a, you know, he had the clinical fear of the water that, you know, drowning. But, Dude, that's one of the best friggin' lines that he's got in that movie. I yeah, there's it's some child. Name, what what are you afraid of? Yeah, drowning. drowning. <laughs> just the way he delivers it is priceless. But I'm, we're getting yeah. ahead of ourselves. But in the book, he I believe he could swim. He just wasn't a very strong swimmer. So I think as far as the character, it's much better that he just can't swim you know it, it's much more for him to overcome on that quinn uh, he's just not robert shaw oh yeah you, you can't write robert shaw you can't you can't write him he just he's like an entity yeah hooper dies in the shark cage in okay the yeah i remember that part which given the character in the book you want him to die. Yeah, you know? see, I yeah, it's kind of coming back. I don't remember liking it. I, yeah, fuck that piece of shit book. Yeah. Yeah, Quint, fuck that. Quint died, but he didn't get eaten. I think he got his leg t- tangled around a line and got pulled under or something and, and drowned. Oh, all right. This is boring me already. And the shark. Okay, spoiler alert. The shark dies. But in the book, he just dies. He he died from the sustained injuries and kind of just as he's going for Brody, he keels over and dies. Oh, fuck that, dude. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, let's throw that in the fucking trash and get onto the good shit. Yeah, so this is a movie by all accounts should have been a huge freaking failure. Like I said, based on it was a blockbuster, you know, best-selling book, but the script was riddled with problems. They were writing it pretty much as they were shooting it. Yeah, that uh, that much I know. Technical problems up the butt, which is why you didn't see the shark throughout three quarters of the movie. Yeah, but you know what, dude? It's better that way. It is. Yes, it is. Dude, that's like a tip, like a horror movie. Like, they just build the suspense. Like, I don't want to see the killer in the first five minutes. And it's, you know, it's a shark. We know what a shark looks like. So it's not like you're saving the monster for a huge reveal. But the way... Well, you are a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, because of the size and the way it happened. But the way that the shark throughout the film, you know, you see a fin here, uh, whatever... You know, things that represent the shark, like like with the two old guys with the dock. You know, all it is is a freaking dock out, out in the water, and then it just turns around, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, you, you are secretly just shitting a pickle. Yep. You know, it's almost, dude, it's almost like, I, I can't even think of what it is. It's, dude, it's almost like a, like this giant bodybuilder is walking away, and you're talking shit. And he's like, yeah, you better walk away. And then he, it just kind of stops in its tracks and turns around like, what'd you say, motherfucker? And it's, <laughs> it starts coming back at you. And it's like, oh, hell no. Oops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, got to go. <laughs> you know, but I mean, dude, we're, yeah. we're, we're, you know, we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit, dude. I mean, this movie starts off. Oh, yeah. It's just like, oh, like talk about setting the friggin' tone. 
Yeah. I mean, and this is the thing. If you're going to make a movie about a shark attack, open up with a shark attack. And damn it, this movie did it. Holy crap, dude. You know, you you got you got a drunken, you know, party on a beach like we like we've all done. I don't Those know Those of us who have about. been lucky enough to <laughs> grow up on the shore. Nope. And, <laughs> <laughs> yep. You got the guy and the girl going out in the water. Well, you got the girl going out in the water. The guy stumbling well, he's over. he's hammered, bro. The dude, he's yeah, trashed. Yeah. Yep. So she runs out and strips off and goes over and starts swimming and, you know, and she oh, wait, was wait, like wait, a, wait, 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 wait. What, what's her name? Oh, it was uh, Chrissy Watkins. You're going to get it right this episode? <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, yeah, I think you're right. I, not, I think, I think you're right this time. I think you're right. We don't forget anything. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cause this time I'm only one beer in, so. Oh, just one? <laughs> yeah. Job, okay, so Chris, yeah. Chrissy Watkins, yeah, she gets it, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, she's and she was like a professional, like water dancer or something. Oh, um, in real life? Yeah. Oh yeah. no shit! All right, you know what? Now that you say that, I can kind of see it because those shots from underneath her, which are ridiculously clear on the Blu-ray, by. They were even clear on VHS, dude. It was it was just shot beautifully. Whoa! Like I love that one shot where she where they show the waterline and she's there and she's got the leg up and it goes down. You know, it's just really nice. You understand? No, I'm, I'm gonna saying? have to agree with you, dude. The cinematography in, in in this movie is phenomenal and it is pushing 43. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's there's something to be said about that. So. She's there swimming and everything and, you know, yelling at him, coming to water. And she's there treading and, you know, view from underneath, shark view from underneath, grabs her and gives her that yank. Yeah. And, and dude, the, the panic that sets in, dude, she, yeah, I, dude, she did a hell of a friggin' job. I, you know what? I, one of these days I should IMDB her and see if she did anything else because... Shit, she deserves some credit just for that because that whole scene where she's screaming and getting thrashed around and the, oh my god, dude, like that's intense. Dude, do you know how they did that? No. They had her on two ropes, like with and they're Chloe. just oh my and they're god, pulling her ass back and forth. Yeah, and then they had to redo the audio for it. So they basically had her laid down and they pretty much waterboarded her to get the gargling and all that. Okay, that's just horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. You're pulling her on ropes. Dude, it wouldn't have been easier to just get like some kind of flotation device that wasn't like super floaty. You know, like when you get like yeah. an inner tube and it's like going flat. And you just tie the ropes to that. It's just like, dude, like, what are you going to do next? You're going to tie her feet to one horse and her hands to the other horse? And they're going to run in opposite directions? Are we trying her as a witch? Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, the result was good, but god damn, man. <laughs> yep. Well, if she didn't do anything after that, we know why. <laughs> yeah, She's like, fuck her. this. <laughs> <laughs> I drew, they had a drone and gordon right she's got st <laughs> she's got spielberg's face on a dartboard for like like fuck this guy 
You're on a toilet <laughs> and waterboard it, some bitch. Yeah, dude, that's terrible. But shit, again, yeah, the result was was awesome. So. Yep. Yeah, I mean the whole thing pulling on the buoy and getting dragged out and pulled back down and. Dude, her panic when she's holding on to the buoy. Dude, her panic is so genuine. I'm like, damn, dude, like this is we're gonna see some shit. And then right from that, okay, so she disappears, and then what happens? Where where next day, right? Where yeah, they they have the final shot of of the guy passed out on the beach, and then it, next day, Amity, Smallville pro, you know, small town problems, you know, the people are. You know, kids from the karate school are karateing the picket fences. Oh, right, yeah, the kung fu thing. The old man is complaining about somebody dancing in the windows. Oh, that yeah, what is it? It's the neighbor who's teasing his son. Yeah. That's right. Okay, I, I you know, I don't want to sound like some weirdo, dude, but you're talking about what? Like, a, I'm guessing like an 11 to 14-year-old boy, and there's the next-door neighbor chick is giving him a show? Yeah. I find it hard to believe that that kid went and, and ratted on her. He's sitting there with popcorn, figuratively, <laughs> going, hell yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah, he's like, yeah. she's teasing my boy. Yeah, it's totally ridiculous. <laughs> it's totally ridiculous. But it is. It sounds like a, like a small town problem, like Andy Griffith should be the sheriff. Yep. And, you know, you have Chief Brody who came from New York. Of course he did. That's and- why he's awesome. Yep. D- doesn't know how to speak New England D. Oh, he got it in the <laughs> That's in the, the language. In the, the right out in the yard. Yard not too far from the car. From the car. How was, how was that? <laughs> like you're from New York. <laughs> I know. I always kind of get a kick out of that scene. That's funny. And then when the kid comes in, Ma, I got bit by a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, shit, that's how we grew up talking. <laughs> what are you talking? I still, what if we grew up talking? I still yeah, sound like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my my accent waned a bit, but I still got it a little bit. That's it, dude. You know, you know how you you know how you say the word here, H E Y A. Get the fuck out of here. Out of here. <laughs> All right, so we got Brody. All right, so Brody's uh... Brody, and then um, pretty much the uh, missing persons. The guy, the, the guy reports the girl missing. Right. And then from there. Well, yeah, Brody's down at the beach, and then uh, Hendrix. He's he's blowing the whistle, and he find that's when they find uh, the remains. Right. All crab covered and. You want to know something interesting about that scene where they show in the crab covered, you know, mass of hair and sand and whatever? Dude, if you watch that, a crab falls down on top of the head from above. Like, what was there? A, was there a branch there? Like, wh- like wh- wh- where did that crab come from? <laughs> was he flying in from the next neighborhood? Like, what, what, what's going on there? But did you know that girl had dandruff? And why would I know that? Because they found her head and shoulders on the beach. Oh, you're a dick. You're a fucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. We're are we we're we're resorting to playground humor. Is that is that where we're going with this? Okay. I was gonna say, 
I love that joke 40 years ago. Yeah, but, du- duly uh, noted. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, yeah. All right. Where does, all right. What happens with the body from there? Then we have the um, – he's waiting for the, the coroner's report. Oh, you mean the coroner's report? The coroner. No, no, no. What? You ever watch when he's waiting for the report and Does he gets the – it's yeah, on the report it says fucking corners. Really? Yep. He when he types it in, it says fucking corners. Oh, I gotta check that. Yeah, again. dude, go back and watch it. I I noticed it a couple of times back. I was like, what the fuck did I just see? Okay. Yep. Says corners report. All right. So when we're done here, before I watch Shark, I'm going to put on my Blu-ray and and find that. Yeah, just That's... watch that clip. You'll see it. <laughs> yeah, so then you <laughs> corners see... Corners report. Okay. Corner, corners report. Wow. <laughs> that is awesome. Does he right, dude. You, all of a sudden, there's a shot of a pool table, and there's just like a rubber shark in the corner pocket. Like, there it is. Corners <laughs> report. That. The corners report. <laughs> the corners report. Uh, two ball corner pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and it's the great white cue ball quarter pocket. <laughs> yeah, the blackest eyes. <laughs> like an eight ball's eyes. Like an eight ball's eyes. Cornhole pocket. Shh. <laughs> 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 All right. Really? <laughs> Anyway, okay, so. Right. <laughs> All right. So then we have going from there. Uh, All right, when does Hooper comes into play after the Kittner boy? Oh, dude. Yeah. That scene is that where we are? Is are we at the at that scene? Where? Yeah. We're pretty, well, no. At this at this point, Martin goes out to go. Weighs in the people swim uh swimming for the merit badge. He goes he goes to go out on the on the ferry. Oh right, with the Boy Scouts and whatnot. Right, right, right. And then the mayor and the coroner and the newspaper guy come. The newspaper guy is Carl Gottlieb, the screenwriter. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I did not yeah. know that. I know there's another cameo in this movie. Actually, there's two. We'll 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 get to we'll get yeah. there. Get there, but I'll put a pin in Carl Gottlieb and I'll I'll talk about him in a, uh, later. Okay. But yeah, he and then you know the mayor is oh oh that no he tells Hendrix to write uh write the signs for the beach you know close the beach. Oh right, be right by order of Amity PD right. Let Polly do the printing. Yeah, exactly. Let Polly <laughs> let Polly do the printing. This is just so much natural character interaction in this movie it's ridiculous yeah but dude everybody everybody in the movie like the cast of this movie is fucking phenomenal and we're like 15 minutes in like everybody just works so the coroner backs off of his original statement says it was pro- possibly a boating propeller uh, yeah and he's got his hand on his chin yeah it's a boating accident it's just like yeah it's come on schmidlap <laughs> Come here, man. Come here. 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 Come here.
you like like two hundred dollars. So yeah, at this point we, we we go to the next beach day. Oh wait. Oh, when they're right, when they're all sitting at the beach. Yeah, when they're all sitting at the beach, and you know, Chief is on the lookout, still looking around, you know, worried about everything. And this is where it's one of the greatest scenes ever with the panning, with 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 the edit people walking past and the color flashes and all that. Oh, just the just the scenes of the the beach going public. Yeah, with the music and everything. Yeah, dude, so good. Yeah, and you had the old dude with the man boobs. Yeah, we can do without man boobs. Harry. Yeah. And Harry. I've got some. I've got an interesting th- thing to tell you about Harry, but we'll get uh we'll get into that way later on. Oh, okay, cool. And you have Alex Kittner, you know, asking his mom, "Can I go out just a little longer?" And she says, "You're starting to prune." Yeah. Typical mom shit. Just a few minutes longer, and he goes out. And this is when Pippet is out there too, right? Yes. Pippet. Yeah. Pippet. Poor Pippet. Well, dude, that's the death in the fucking movie that bothers me the most. I'm like, really? You took the fucking dog, man? Yeah. You took the dog. Yeah. At least they didn't show it. Nobody yeah. wants to see that. Nope. You could kill a hundred people on screen and nobody cares. Don't fuck with the dog. <laughs> And then, well, dude, that's when the shit happens, man. He's out on the raft, and then yeah. they do that, like they, you barely see the shark, dude. Yeah. And like, dude, at all, like they do that zoom in on Brody, and then you just kind of see the shark roll over, like almost like a crocodile killing something. Yeah. But that scene is crazy. The shark didn't work well, so they had to pull it all the way back and imply a lot of damage but damn it is effective dude intense man when i even when i watch it now i'm looking at it i'm like oh dude that is not good i mean there's just a eruption of blood of blood and water it's like freaking what's his name johnny depp from you know, oh, from elm street yeah it's crazy dude with the water and then when everybody's when they see what's going on and everybody panics and there's that rush to the beach, dude, so intense. And like the camera's like halfway in the water. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. And then the guy, the old dude like asses out on the beach and Oh dude, that scene is bananas. Yeah. And then, you know, Ms. Kittner is just, you know, walking around Alex, Alex. And you see the raft with a huge damn hole in it. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh lady. Oh, Gotta sit yeah. down. And I'm putting the pin in Ms. Kittner, too. So I'll get to that later on. Okay. And at this point, she puts a, was a $3,000 bounty on the, sh- on uh, the shark. On the shark, yeah, pretty sure. Is that $3,000? And check a cash. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. she, yeah, she puts the bounty on, and now they're all kind of in, like, the town meeting. Yep. Right? And yep. then there's the whole debate if, if they're going to close the beaches and whatnot. Dude, the, the greed that is involved. Oh, my God, dude. Like, talk about a PSA. Yeah. It's, like, unbelievable. Like, we got to keep the beaches open. Yo, dude, you just had a monster eat somebody. You need to, <laughs> you need to shut this shit down. Yeah. Only for 24 hours. Yeah, only for 24 hours. 24 hours is, like, three weeks. Or whatever the one lady yells. Yeah, but it's like, dude, like, come on, man. Like, I know you need the summer dollars, but there's a creature about. 
And then enter uh, Quint. Who is show. just awesome on every level. You all know who I am? You know what I do for a living? Yeah, that dude. But dude, he walks in and there's that old, like that drawing on the chalkboard and he just, of like that half-assed shark with like the big nose and he just rakes his fingers across it. Like, talk about a fucking entrance, man. Yeah. And he's just sitting there eating crackers like nobody's business. <laughs> he's eating captain's wafers, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fish crackers. <laughs> yeah, that dude is serious, man. What he'll do, he'll, he'll catch him for three, but he'll kill him for ten. Right, yeah, I think that's what he says. And with, and with that, you get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. <laughs> well done, well done. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that guy is, he is awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, he was awesome in everything, that guy, you know what I mean? Like. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember seeing him in anything that I didn't like. All right, so, yeah, right, Quinn shows up, he tells them what's up, how much it's going to cost them, and then where do we go Where do we go from there? Oh, then all the lunatics are going out trying to blow up the shark, throwing dynamite in the water. Right, the, you have everybody in the harbor, you know, trying to get out, and that's, that's the scene where Hooper is introduced, but he shows up during that hole, and then you have the big fisherman guy, uh, Ben Gardner. Ben Gardner, he's the one that was... Uh, they're going to regret the day their fathers met their mothers, blah, 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 when they're oh, going yeah, out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He was actually the inspiration for Quint, the, at least the movie character. Who, the guy who plays Ben Gardner? The guy who plays Ben Gardner. He was a Martha's Vineyard local. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Then at that point, they catch a shark. We have, in fact, caught a large predator. That we believe injured some bad. <laughs> oh my God! What a scumbag he is. <laughs> talk about, talk about, you know. Oh, dude. Fucking politician, man. That one, man. Holy shit. I'm and, blow uh, some sunshine up your ass. But in fact, they actually caught a tiger shark. <laughs> I'm not touching it. <laughs> uh, nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not touching it. They 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 caught a tiger shark, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did in uh, so, fact catch a tiger shark. So Hooper gets the idea of, of cutting it open and seeing if Alex Kittner is in there, but Larry doesn't want to do that because he doesn't want to see them do some half or, uh half ass autopsy on a fish and see that, that little kitten boy. boy. Oh my god. So then okay, so wait after that there Miss Kittner shows up. Oh yeah, that's right. And she gets Brody to And bitch This slap. thing dude is heartbreaking. Because yeah, you've got this mother, you know, Chief Brody. Smack. I just found out that a girl was killed and you knew it and you let the people swim anyway. My you know, a normal dead, guy I... would have pointed at Larry and been like, yo, it was this motherfucker. Fuck <laughs> 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 that bitch over there. That's it. Don't, it. I don't know what the fuck, who you're slapping, it's him. I tried. Wrote <laughs> his ass out of office. Look at him. Look at that polyester suit. You know he's a scumbag. He's got anchors on his suit, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then we got dinner <laughs> right and Bro- oh, Brody's hammered 
So Hooper shows up to dinner with Red and White because he just assumes he is invited over. He didn't know what he he didn't know what they were having, but he's imposing himself on their stuff. Not only that, but he takes Martin's dish and eats it. Yeah, he's like, are you going to eat this? But then, dude, Brody is just drinking at every time. <laughs> any scene he's drinking, dude, I just watch him. <laughs> he pours a little bit for everybody else, and then he just pours himself <laughs> like an entire glass. And I'm like, dude, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. That's when we find out about, you know, the, a rogue shark. Oh, the right. The theory of territoriality. And that Matt definitely believes that that is not the shark that kills uh, Alex or the girl. And they decide that they're going to go out there and cut open the fish. And Martin can do it because... He's the chief of police. He can do whatever <laughs> he wants. So they go out there, cut the fish open, find a Louisiana license plate in the in the gut, but no boy. Couple right. of what, what else did they pull? Yeah, a couple of fishes and like a tin can. And tin he's talking can. about some. He's talking about what did he, he found one that had like a a bull shark or something that like ate a rocket. No, that's Quint that says that. Never mind. Disregard that comment. Yeah, no. Hooper was telling a story about the the thresher that turned his inboard into an outboard. Oh, that well, that's when he's still at dinner and and. Uh, it's a dinner time, yeah. And she's just like, so Martin says you're into sharks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Then they decide to go out and fish finding Ryan. Right. Go out on. He's like, I'm not drunk enough to get on this boat. And he's just like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. So then they go out and they find Ben Gardner's boat. And that's when Hooper goes down, finds a tooth the size yeah. of his shot glass. Oh, dude, I, got, I have a problem with this scene, dude. I have a okay. problem. You ever see when Hooper digs the tooth out of the boat? Yeah. He digs the tooth out of the boat as if the root of the tooth is pointed up inside the boat. How okay. is that possible? So That's the not upper a, jaw would have been into the boat then. Then the uh, right, the upper jaw would have been into the boat. That doesn't make any sense. Hmm. That not only would the upper jaw have been in the boat, but the shark would have been upside down. Huh. Oh wait a minute. No, that doesn't make sense. But the upper jaw definitely would have had to go in because if it was the lower jaw, the root would have been of the tooth would have been pointing down. Right. That makes zero sense. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying. Well, then that takes this movie from a 100 to a 99.99. <laughs> Nine times. Nine times. Yes. So, okay. Then, boom, Ben Garner's head pops out. He drops the tooth, comes back up. He drops the tooth and the flesh. Like he drops everything, doesn't he? Right. And gets his ass out of that water. Actually, there's a very cool line in there where Hooper tells Brody that it doesn't make sense for someone who's afraid of the water to live on an island. And then Brody goes, it's only an island if you look at it from the water. Yeah, that's true. I remember that. Yeah, I like that line. It's like, all right, smart ass. So then that's it. The next scene is with Larry again. Right, they're on the beach, they're at the Amity sign. Where These little pink happy bastards. Hung up by their Buster Brown. <laughs> this is when Richard Dreyfuss, dude, does some of his, of his best acting. Because as Larry is talking, you see him, like, reacting to ridiculousness. Like Yeah, he's, like, looking at him like, you're an idiot, dude. Like, nervously laughing, like, I can't believe this schmuck is saying this. Yeah. Like, we're playing off of everything that's going on, you know, and this is when he, he 
goes into the whole, this thing is a marvel of evolution. It's an right. eating machine. All it does is swim and eat and make baby sharks. And then he's talking about the proportion. These proportions are correct. And then Larry is, Larry has his whole, I don't think you appreciate the gravity. If you yell barracuda, people go, what? Huh? But if you yell shark, you have a panic on your hands on the 4th of July. Yeah, that's a great friend. Just all together, dude, this movie's freaking amazing. Yeah, it re- it really is, dude. I I it, it is definitely in my in my top ten of all time, maybe even my top five. Yeah. Then we've got the next beach day, and we have Brody checking everything out. You've got the kids with the fake. Fin- oh well, actually, this is where our cameo comes in. Reporter talking about where the shadow has come over to town. Yeah, some shit like that. Shadow in the shape of a killer shark. Yeah. <laughs> And that is Peter Benchley. That is Peter Benchley. The author of this amazing book. Yeah, it's just amazing. All right, so then you know what? Let me backtrack, and I'll just throw you the other cameo. What's that? There is a apparently the voice of the harbor master, and I think it's when all the idiots are going out, like when Hooper shows up and everybody's trying to get out of the port, out of the dock, mm-hmm. and you hear the harbor master over the, the radio or the intercom or whatever it is. That is apparently Steven Spielberg. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it, but that is what I am led to believe. Okay, so everything's going around. You know, they've got... They got like the patrols out there. Everybody's out there on the boats, with, like, and they got like uh, netting and all that shit. And the watch at like uh, Dreyfus is on the water, and uh, yeah, everybody's like on a lookout. Right. And then they have they see a fin, so everybody panics. Well, wait, isn't it at first everybody's just sitting on the beach? Right. Nobody's going in. This is when the guy gets trampled or gets laid out. Yeah, 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 you're right. That that son of a bitch, Larry, convinces to go out in the water. Because he put, I just put suntan lotion on him, trying to absorb. And he convinces him to, you know, no one's going in, come on. So that son of a bitch, who's dressed in a suit and won't go out in the water his damn self, convinces this old man and his wife to go out there. With their grandchildren. Yeah, and they go out there. what a dick, man. She is like, you look at her face, dude. She is terrified. Oh, yeah, written all over it. I mean, even the, the, the smallest actors in this are, are really good. So then people see them go out and they feel more comfortable. So they're all going out. And then that's when the two little dickheads have the fake fin and creates a panic. And the one guy gets laid out and it's the two kids. Yeah, well, dude, what the, there's that one older guy when he sees the fin coming. Oh, yeah. He looks yeah. like he's shitting his pants, and then he basically just kind of tramples over some kids on a raft like, I don't give a yeah. fuck. Yeah. He lays he like the people's elbow on them. Yeah. <laughs> he's so not out of here, dude. Get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> he is out. He gives them this cold stunner. He uh, gets out of there. Then they clear the beach, and Hooper's like, you know, Martin, is everybody okay? Everybody right. okay? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then you've got wasted burnout hippie chick who sees the shark in the lagoon or in the pond rather. Yeah, it's in the pond. It's in the pond. Shark. Yeah, but dude, she doesn't see the shark. Does she see the shark before it attacks the boat? <laughs> yeah, she does. Shark. It's in the she's pond. Like, she sounds like she's wasted that chick. Oh yeah, and she is full on hippie, dude. 
And then you've got the, the guy who's clearly from New England helping the kids. You guys okay? That's okay over there. Yeah, he gets fucked, that poor bastard. Have you seen the uncut scene with him? I do not believe so. They have it on YouTube, or I think they have it on YouTube, but they, they have it on, I think it's the documentary The Shark is Still Working, and he actually, I think he saves Mike's life. Like, the shark grabs him and is, like, dragging him, and he grabs Mike. And like moves Mike out of the way, and he gets pulled on. It's freaking disturbing as hell. So I wonder why they cut that. Because it was too disturbing. Oh. Yeah. It was just a little too much. So they decided to go with the chomp and then the leg drop. The leg, yeah. Yeah. Which was effective in its own right, but I'd like to oh, see yeah. that clip. It, it's around. And, yeah, and because, dude, you know what? They're still keeping the shark kind of not front yeah. and center. Yes, that's why it worked. Because it is, I mean, like you said, you see it enough, you know, you see him sideways and chomping and that's... Oh, dude, then, all you need is that fin. The fin is scary as fuck on its own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, put yourself in the position where you're in the water. You don't need to see the whole shark. You see that fin that, show up, you shit your pants. That's it. Yep. So then they get they get Mike out and Mike is in the uh, hospital for shock, but he's fine. Right. He wants coffee, ice cream and his cars. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. And that's what, dude, that's what Martin's trying to get Larry to sign the, he, the he, thing he to hire Quinn. Down. Yep, he lays the shit down on that yeah, one. You're the mayor of Shark City, dude. It's one of the greatest, <laughs> the greatest line. <laughs> yep. And he's like, yo, I, I was only trying to do what's right. Yeah, you're only trying to do what's right. That's why you're going to hire Quinn, jackhole. Yeah. You were trying to do what's right. You're being a greedy motherfucker, dude. Yep. And it's Larry Hill. My boy was on that beach, too. Yeah, did you let his ass go out in the water? I gotta tell you, dude, he that guy was a hell of an actor, man. Yeah. He really like his state of mind in that scene, dude, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, this dude is totally distraught right now. Yep. Yeah, he did it. Uh, he, dude, everybody. Everybody in this movie is excellent. Yeah. This is where we find Quint again. And there's when Quint meets Hooper and we've got the alpha male versus the, you know, intellectual, you know, the working class versus the science class and that whole thing. You know, let me see your hands. You know. Oh, dude, you've been counting money. You've been counting your money your whole life. <laughs> I haven't had to pass basic seamanship in a while. You know, that whole thing. I don't need this work. Class hero crap. I can relate to the working class hero crap. When they, some guys they they put that shit on a little too thick. It's like I'm the fucked out guy. Yep. I mean, we're we talking about sharking. We're not talking about yeah, Tommy Cots or bluegills. <laughs> That's a bluegills or Tommy Cots. Oh, that guy was fucking awesome. Oh my, shocking. And then he well he's brewing his own liquor in there. <laughs> the yeah. chief gets rid of it and he gives it to uh, Hooper. He's like, yo, don't drink that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that's good stuff, man. That, that's... But dude, you know what? He's like, Quint comes off as such a, he's such a douche, but you like him anyway. Yep. Like, I want to hang out with fucking Quint. I don't care how big of an asshole he is, dude. I think he's fucking cool. He's definitely got that, you know, crazy, crazy uncle vibe to him. Yeah, totally. He is the crazy uncle at Thanksgiving that, you know, yelling about everything. Yeah, I, I don't want to skip forward too much, but when we get to the scenes where they're hanging out on the boat, you know, the scenes. Yeah. 
dude, how awesome is he? Like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, dude, I want to be on this fucking boat with these guys right now. But, okay, let's, let's backtrack to where we need to be. And, well, supposedly, well, not, I don't even think supposedly, Robert Shaw was a giant dick to Richard Dreyfuss. Like, there really was this alpha male, you know, hey, Richard, how many push-ups can you do? You know, you puss. You know, stuff like that. Dude, right. you're so going gonna to want, you want to you argue with Robert Shaw? No. <laughs> he, he's been dead 40 years. I still don't want to argue with <laughs> Robert Shaw. Dude, what was he from Russia with love, right? Yeah. That's a serious <laughs> dude, man. Like, he looks like he could put a hurting on somebody. So now we're into the essentially the third act of the movie where they're going out to get you the shark. Oh, I know. And, and Brody's all dressed up with his rain jacket and his fucking galoshes. And she's following him going, you got your Dramamine? Extra pair? I put an extra pair of glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. So they're going out. And... Oh, dude, I, I, not to cut you off, but you know what I always liked about, you know, they do the whole gearing up and they're getting on the boat and the whole rigmarole. But I love the shot where the orca is leaving the dock and they film it from inside yeah. Quint's, you know, lair. Through the Adam jaws there. of the shark. Oh, dude, what a sh- that's fucking great. Yep. So they go out, and this is really what. Well, the chumming, chief's chumming. Now, is this the first thing though? Isn't this where the chief pulls the uh, wrong cord? No, doesn't that happen a little later on? With a cage and a compressed airfall. Yeah, I don't think that's right away. I think he's out there fucking. He's chumming and like, oh, I'll leave another chum marker. Uh, yeah. Why can't he do it? Well, Hooper drives the boat. Hooper drives the boat. Hooper, slow ahead. Slow ahead. I could go slow ahead. That's a weird thing, dude, because he trusts Hooper enough to drop to drive the boat. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like he he knows he's not incompetent. He's just, dude. You know how some of those guys get. They're just fucking. You're like you're like a little pretty boy. I'm gonna haze you. Yeah. That's that's how I what, what I felt. I felt like he was hazing him. I don't think he really hated him. Right. He was like testing him. But dude, he, he's letting him drive the boat. You know what I mean? And if you watch the interactions between Quentin Hooper throughout this movie, he definitely doesn't think he's an incompetent idiot. He just seems like he's a bit of a dick and he's breaking his balls. Yeah. So this is when we have the the reveal where. Why don't you come down here and chum some of this shit? <laughs> Boom! Here comes a fucking shark. And then he just looks and goes, oh, fuck. And backs up. And then we have the famous line, you're going to need a big... Dude, I think that was an ad lib. I think it might have been. Yeah, I believe. He, Not I only believe. that is the ad lib perfect, dude. But the way they edited it, like, dude, the way that Brody snaps to attention... It's like, dude, like, did you break your neck on the way up from that? It's like such a quick movement. And it, oh, it's friggin' perfect. Yeah. You're going to need a bigger boat. Can you imagine, dude, one of those things you just make up off the top of your head and you'd fucking, hey, it's the most quotable yeah. line ever. Yeah, that and May the Force Be With You are the two quotable lines of moviedom. Especially for that time period, dude, that, that. Yeah. Mid to late 70s. And then they, wow. that's when they, they see the head to tail and figure out it's... That's a 20-footer. 25. 25. Oh, dude, that's good shit, man. 
Yeah. And the best is when they're when they're, you know, going out and they want the chief to go out on the was that the bow? Yeah, but like out of he's like, I need good he's like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, Well what? Go out, what but scale scale my ass. Scale my ass. That's right. That's what he says. (laughs) Dude, you know what? I gotta this is something that we have not addressed. And it is such a huge part of this movie is the fucking score. Yeah. Freaking John Williams is ridiculous. Yeah, well, he can do no wrong. Right. That's, you know, Clearly. that's not even uh, up for debate. But it's just like the Jaws theme itself, dude, is so menacing. But then throughout the movie, there are all these parts where it is, it doesn't give you anything like it's this horror menacing movie. It's like adventure movie soundtrack. It's like kind of uplifting. Like when there's the barrel and the shark and they're chasing him and it's like this, you know what I'm talking about? Like, dude, that's crazy shit, man. Even earlier in the movie when they're, you know, on the beach and just having a good time and it's all light, you know? That's so perfect, man. So perfect. But, I mean, even that that essential Jaws, you know, track. Dude, two notes. E and F. That's it. Talk about effective, man. When you're in water, do you not just automatically hear that? Oh, all the time, dude. Yeah. That's it. And if you're going to make some kind – and if, if you're going to break somebody's balls when they're in the water, that's exactly what you do. No, Everybody knows it. Yeah, that's it. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck did uh, you just, wait, what what did you just say? Huh? What did you what did you just say? <laughs> I said, no, stop, damn it. Oh, <laughs> I was just like I dude, I don't know <laughs> I thought for some reason you just said love shack and I was just like, bro, wait, where, where are you going with this guy? <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> Because the B-52s did a certain, did a hidden track in this movie in the post-credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's not do, let's, let's, let's not go there, dude. Jaws and the Rock Rock. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's the bonus features. Jaws versus Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster. Yeah. <laughs> so, we have that. And then this is when they try to uh, bring him up with the barrel correct yeah and dude that scene when quint comes he's he puts the gun together and he's coming he comes out of the you know the cabin and all you see is like oh dude what a freaking shot oh when, when yeah when brody is like scurrying over and then sees yeah. the freaking and like scurries back over yeah dude quint is just so con- oh man dude that guy is that character is just excellent and there's always like the sense of urgency like when he's telling Hooper to attach the barrels and he's like, don't wait for me. It's just, oh, dude, what a good fucking movie. Yeah, come on now. Hurry up now. And then, okay, so they get the barrel in him and then you know what shot I really like? When Quint is, it's like sundown and Quint is standing on the, uh, yes. You'd, oh, dude, what a beautiful shot, man. Yeah. He's there with like the gun right across his arm. Mm-hmm. He's just there. Yeah, dude. Beautiful. Now, is it? Did we pass the part where he has the reel already? Oh yeah, we totally. When he's sitting in the chair and Chief is chump. Yeah, we totally passed that. Dude, not for nothing. If you're about to fight a fish so big you need to strap your ass into a boat, that shit is a little too big for you to be fighting on your own. Uh, that's n- true. 
See, I don't know if that's necessarily true, dude. Like, I think when those guys go out there and they're fishing for marlins and shit like that, that's what you do. I think you strap yourself into the chair, man. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't get done. I'm saying me personally, that's a little too big for me to be doing. Any. Uh, yeah, dude, if I'm going out for marlin, then I get it. That's but... Well, you figure you're going out with something bigger than a tiny shark. So, yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're prepared. He's, he's prepared for that. That well, that's what he does, dude. He's he fishes for big friggin' fish. They just did not anticipate uh, what they were getting. Taxidermy man's gonna have a heart attack when he sees what I brought him. <laughs> I brought him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but dude, that scene is freaking intense because he had Chief there tying knot. Oh, and Quint's giving him the instructions about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, through a hole and out a hole again. Not too good, is it, Chief? But while he, while he's doing, while he's tying all quiet, Quint is there and he's slowly buckling himself in. Yeah, eating the fucking crackers again, man. <laughs> the crackers, and the reel is just click, 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 click. I got it, and then the reel just took. Woo. Yep, and he's like, Chief, get behind me. What the, what the reel? Oh, dude. The whale. Yeah. Dude, oh, this I'm telling this is like a near flawless movie, dude. It, it it is it's everything you could possibly want. Yep. I might have to watch that shit again. There you go. So okay, we got he puts the barrels in him. He's got what, two barrels in him, and then we have Chief going. Are we gonna get a bigger boat? And then we have Nightfall, right? I believe that's how it is. And then we get the the scene where they're all hanging out drinking. Going out, yeah, they're showing their scars, and we found out about was it Mary Ellen Moffat? Yeah, and Quint and the <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> and then Quint and the uh, the Indianapolis and well, Chief has a surgical cigar. That's about it. Oh yeah, right, and he never he never mentions it. Yeah, he just looks up and like, oh, surgery. And then, yeah, we find out that Quint had a tattoo removed from the Indianapolis. And, and then there's that whole story, which is just intense. Yeah. I'm not even going to attempt to reenact any of it because I can't. And then Quint sings his uh, farewell and adieu to your fair Spanish lady song. And then they sing, show me the way to go home. And then as they're singing it, the barrels pop up. And it's got the, uh, the the strobe light and whatnot on it. Yep. And then he starts ramming the boat. And dude, you ever know when he starts ramming the boat, dude, the the fun stops and Quint goes not not even just Quint, but Hooper too. Everybody goes right back into business mode. And Brody's still tapping along for a half a second. That is a a, a man thing. That switch goes off and you're just like, all right, we're back to business, baby. Yeah, their ass sobers up real quick. Yep, it, instantly. And I, dude, that is a legitimate thing because mm-hmm. I have been in that situation on more than one occasion where you're hanging out partying and some shit happens and all of a sudden, dude, you are sober as fuck and you got to deal with things. Yeah. So now they're, okay, so Jaws starts ramming, pump, what does he say? Pump, pump it out, Chief. Or, or put, put out the fire, Chief. Like, dude, oh, put out dude, the fire, Chief. oh my, put out the fire, Chief. Put out the fire, now, Chief. Yep. Now, is this before or after the the business with the radio? No, this is before the radio. Yeah. When Brody starts to freak out, and then Quint comes in and just smashes the fucking radio. I never understood why he smashed the radio. I would have just unplugged that shit and been like, mine, motherfucker. Quint, this is where... Hmm. 
Well, I'll, I'll kind of get, I think I'll get to it later. Because the whole time, Chief is, he's kind of the, the voice of, of reason. You know, we need a bigger boat. Why don't we bring him back to shore instead of him bringing us out to sea? That I always kind of agreed. I was like, yeah, why do they do that? And freaking when the boat starts really overheating, Quint, as being a douchebag, pushes it even further. Yeah, and and uh, Hooper's yelling at him. Yeah, that's scene I never got. It's like, why are you doing this? Why? Yeah, why are you sabotaging your own your own boat? And he's like, Hooper, don't push it. He's like, yeah. He's like all crazy. Oh, dude, that's a soundbite if I ever heard it. (laughs) So now the engine's gone. Freaking the boat is screwed up. Yeah, and it's basically kind of sinking it already, isn't it? Yeah, and at this point, Quint goes to Hooper and goes, all right, what do you think we can do? Wait, but if if that was the case, then why were you revving the boat, dude? Because he wanted to muscle the situation. He wanted to arm wrestle the freaking shark. That, because that, nobody, you know, he's Ahab at this point. You know, that's my shark. This is what I do. My cock is bigger than yours. And this is how we're going to do it. So then, all right, uh, Hooper, uh, let's look at what you have. You could get this needle into his skin. And he's like, uh, no. So then they decide to try to get the get him in a cage. You know, you go in a cage, cage is in the water, shark's in the water. They lower Hooper into the water with the spear. Even though he's got no spit. Even though, yes, he has no spit. And you know how he did that, right? How they did what? Full shark attack with the, with the guy in the... They had like a mini cage, and they had like a little person in the cage. Oh, I did not know that. So they didn't have, you know, that way the shark that could have been, like, say, a 10-footer looked like it was about 20 because there was a... A, a little dude in the in the cage. Well, that makes sense because you can tell that that's not a fake shark in those scenes. But that one shark really did jack that cage up. That was a complete, as Bob Ross would call, happy accident. Well, dude, I'm sorry, but I, I don't want to mess with a shark at any size level. No, no, I'm not going. You know going. what I'm saying, dude? Like, they will fuck you up. I'm not in a shark cage. I'm not wearing chain mail. No, I'm good. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I've got on the bucket list is to go in the cage. I There will be no great whites in the vicinity, but I'm definitely going to do that before I drop dead. Have fun. Yeah. E-mail. I mean, that went. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll use my, I'll take my, uh, my cell phone and I'll, I'll take a selfie with me and the shark in the cage. I'm like, what's up, son? <laughs> so then, shark jacks up the cage, pulls the winch thing out. They, 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 they reel up the cage. Hooper's not in there. They're assuming Hooper's dead. Rightfully but Hooper, so. You know, hid behind a rock. And then this is when the shark does Air Bud, lands on the bow of the boat, <laughs> and freaking. <laughs> Quint faces his absolute worst fear. Because he'll and never put a life jacket on again. I'll never put a life jacket on. And it's so, weird because when the boat's sinking, he brings out the life jacket. Yeah. And gives it to them. Yeah. Oh, dude. So good. Here you go. Yeah. So good. 
So he freaking gets chomped and pulled down. and dude, ugh. I can't even describe it. Watch the damn scene. <laughs> it's pretty epic. And his screams are like fucking chilling, dude. When he's sliding down and kicking. Oh, dude. Dude, because he literally looks like he's fighting for his life. It's just like, oh, shit. And I don't know a kid on a playground who has never done that scene on the fly. You know That's what I'm saying? Damn good point. Yeah, exactly. Where you're, where you're fighting your way down the back up the slide. And you're like, We've ah! all done it. Holy all, yeah. shit. All done it. Wow, dude. Yo, that was that was a goddamn good comparison, brother. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Yo, that was good. So then he's eating in the freaking, the boat's three quarters freaking down. You got Chief who can't swim. On a freaking mast. Oh, dude, Brody, he gets so so gangster at the end of this movie. He's like, fuck this shit. Well, while he was in the cabin, I'm sorry, he was in that cabin when the shark bust through. He had that air tank that Hooper had said would explode. Yes. And throws that shit in his mouth. Like, he's hitting him with it and kind of loses it in his mouth. I have an interesting thing about that, about the air tank. What's that? He throws it in his mouth one way, but the next time, you you know what I'm talking about? It's the other way. Yeah. When you see it next. I mean, we could assume that, you know, the shark kind of flipped around. Yeah, he's like gargling it around, but it was uh, definitely noticed. So then he's on the end of the mast. And the shark's coming, and he's firing at him. And then you get the line, smile, you son of a... I think that was also an ad lib. All right, so we got rain and guts. You have half a shark going, and you hear the... Right. Which is the same sound effect that Steven Spielberg used in Duel when a truck went over the cliff. So, You're yeah. a fucking dork, dude. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. You know, every time I think I might out-nerd you with something, you fucking pull some shit out of your ass like that. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't worry, dude. I think I, I might get you. I might get you this time. No. I go, oh, yeah, bro. I got, I got one in the chamber, dude. I'm waiting to pull that shit. All right. Anyhow. You so. referenced the sound effect. You realize that you're – Jesus Christ, dude. Sorry. So, I'm gonna start calling you fucking Lewis Skolnick. <laughs> <laughs> so we got good raining, happy, haha, and then bubbles. Here comes Hooper. He comes over. Quint, no. And he just shakes his. Oh, dude. And then he looks over. Can we get in on those? And then they kick him back, and that will conclude Jaws. I actually, before we conclude that. That scene right there, can we get it on those? Yeah. Put a pin in that, because I got okay. one for you. That's not my smoke. That's not my bullet in the chamber, but I got an interesting uh, something that I noticed. You might have noticed it too, fucking dork. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of Jaws, dude. So we got, okay, we have Jaws, and we've got a body count of one, two, three, four, what, four and Five, including Pivot? Five, five. So the combination is one, two, three, four, five. That's the stupid.
stupidest combination I ever heard in my life. That's the kind of thing an idiot would have on his luggage. Thank you, Your Highness. Well, Pippet, we should count him in dog years, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that really it? There's only a count of four. There's Chrissy. We got Chrissy. Alex. Alex. We got, are you okay over there? Oh, yeah, that guy. Quint. Quint and Pippet. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then, what a minimal body count at I don't need, dude, I don't even know what to say, dude. It's it's just so good. Everything about it is good. Yep. 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 So then we have Jaws Two. The terror continues. In all the vast and unknown depths of the ocean. How could there have been only one? Jaws 2. See it. Before you go back in the water. Which was, what, 78? Uh, yeah, 78. Okay, 78. Wait a minute, Back before in... you go any further, what what order did you see these movies in? I... And, and you, dude, you are entitled to guess because we were youngins. I am going to guess the order they came out. I have... I don't remember seeing Jaws for the first time. I think I've just always seen Jaws. That's so kind of like... how I feel, too. Like, I've never had a point in my life where I've never not known Joe. Yeah. You know? I, I am with you 100% on that, except that I think I may have seen part three before I saw part two, but I could be completely wrong. It might just be the impact that it made on my life, but we'll get there eventually. Joe's. I know I saw it may not have been first run. It might have been coming out a year later, you know, because back then before home video, they would release a movie a couple of years later. You know, oh, for, I, um, I remember, dude. <laughs> I remember. I remember being at Westbury driving. Oh, and I know I saw it on cable before Jaws 3. So I saw all of these in the order that they were out in. Okay. That makes so, sense to me. So I'm not even going to I'm not even going to yeah. pry into that. That is totally logical. So we got Jaws 2. Dude, not a bad movie. And not not bad. You, no, you've said this to me. If Jaws 1, and I hate to even say Jaws 1. If Jaws had never happened, Jaws 2 would have been a great movie. Totally great movie. I mean, there's yeah. some flaws, but <laughs> yeah. it's still, it. you know what it is? It it kind of had the same feel as OG Jaws. Well, if Jaws was your action-adventure movie, Jaws 2 became your slasher. Oh, because... Because... The shark seemed to have a vendetta. He had a vendetta, and his ass was brutal, and it was a pretty good body count. Agreed. And he was just hunting people. I don't know. I, I have some uh, bones of contention with things that happened in this movie, and I, but I want to make it clear that I'm not hating because I do like the movie. 
Okay. Well, we start off with the two with two divers right. who are going down, and they find a ship that sunk, and it Which was is the orca. allegedly the orca, right? And as they're taking pictures, the shark comes and attacks them and eats them. And there's the, the the dramatic camera flashes, blah 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 blah. That keep I don't know for some reason the camera keeps taking pictures. Okay. Anyhow, so then you have Chief back on Amity. Well, at this point you see the shark. Yeah, they reveal the shark very early in this one. Right. They reveal the shark. They reveal the fin going through the town, which is kind of cool. It reminded me of the Universal ride. You're kidding. What part? When you were on the boat and you, before they had the big shark, at, you know, jump at the yeah. boat and saw the fin. I mean, it, the whole movie reminded me of that ride, which I missed. But anyhow. Yeah, because they don't have that anymore, right? No, they I think they put up Harry Potter or something. Instead. Oh, fuck Harry Potter. Oh, there you go. So there's the opening of the hotel on Amity. Oh, and the chief is late. Right. Chief is late. And she did the best. Life, she's like, act like you've been here the whole time. And you know, she, he's like, what? She's like, act bored. Act bored. <laughs> and they play. Do you know what song the uh, band is Downtown, playing? man. Petula Clark. Yeah, man. Well, come on, dude. What did we just meet? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! They might as well be playing Red Rubber Ball. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, dude, we listened to, used to listen to that shit on 45s in my house, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Do I know what that is? You insult me, sir. Yep. <laughs> but they reveal uh, Tina, who. I'm sorry, I, dude, she is fantastic in this whole damn movie. Oh, I agree with you 100%, dude. My gosh. Yep, we'll, we'll yeah. get to it later, but we there will, are certain but... parts where it's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, she and her boyfriend go through so, so much shit in this movie. Yeah, but dude, her performance, like, you know, he's kind of like a fucking whatever guy, but her performance is just... Yeah. Is, yeah, dude, she, she does an excellent job. So they go, they're at the opening of the hotel. She's the beauty queen. And then, well, they find the the boat out there with nobody on. We're cutting the, we're going to jump to major plot point. Yeah, but you know what? Before we jump to that plot point, I got to say something about this scene. One of my Hmm? favorite parts in this is after the whole, you know, the Miss Amity or whatever. And I, shit, I can't remember the character's name, but he's like one of the select men at the time. He's a real prick, like that business dick. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Ellen's yeah, boss? Yeah, Ellen's boss. At one, dude, early on, he's talking to people and he's, I don't know, he's praising her in some sort of way. And he puts his arm around her and he's talking to them. And if you watch Brody, he does this slow look down like, motherfucker, are you, are you touching my fucking wife right now? And the look on his face is priceless. And then it goes into something where he's like, oh, I don't know what, you know, she's a terrific woman or some shit or I, I don't know what I do. Yeah, and he's just like, I, yeah, I don't either. It's just, yeah. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, dude, that's all class right there. Because I put myself in that situation, and I'm just going to be like, yeah, yo, what the fuck are you doing here, dude? You want to keep that fucking finger? Well, his, his wife is the lady with the dark hair and the glass who, in the first movie, remember when the one guy in the in the uh, town meeting says, is that $3,000 in check of cash? And she goes, I'm sorry. I don't think that's funny. I don't think that's funny at all. That oh, one... you mean Mrs. Taft? Yeah, that's 
Right. That's his... Are you 100% that that's his wife? Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm about 98. All right. Why? We will, you... we... No, 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 no. I just – I'm not exactly – sure if there is actually a relation between the two of them or if we are just assuming that there is a relationship between them it doesn't matter let's we'll, we'll, we'll go on i will i will inspect because it's weird because i have an interesting point to make to you later on about this so All continue because right. she's also the one that tells ellen if you weren't born here you're never an island yeah yeah, yeah. Right? i know who she is okay we're gonna put a pin in her too because that'll be later on um if your pin and my pin are the same, you can go fuck yourself. That's all I'm telling you. All right, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know it? <laughs> so, okay, shit. Where the hell are we? Oh, yeah. So, the Hendrix tells him about the boat, right? Yes. Then he has Hendrix go out with the old man of the sea. Take the, take the old man of the sea with you. Right. So, shit. We got Mike. Right. Well, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. No, we're, we're skipping shit. So they're out and they're reeling in. They're looking for shit. No, 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 no. Dude, we we skip something, dude. When they're out there looking for something, they're looking for the body from the boat explosion. Uh, right. And I have a million issues with this fucking scene. Okay, why? Because... Well, dude, I don't know. The, the boat is going, and they're water skiing, and then all of a sudden, the boat fucking explodes. But meanwhile, that old lady is looking at the boat the whole time, but she didn't see fucking Jaws attack the fucking boat, but you saw everything else? Come on, oh, dude. Okay, well, shit. And then why can't... is the chick dumping gasoline on herself and then shooting Jaws with the flare gun? Like, what are yeah. you, fucking stupid? Right? Am I, am I wrong to okay. assume that this was an idiot move? Okay. Did they already find the power line yet, or is this after when they were no, looking for No, they find the power line when they're out there trolling for the bodies from the boat explosion. Okay, right. I'm sorry. So we have this. The girls are out skiing, water skiing. Tina and Mark are going around playing guitar on the beach, and Tina wants to go and go water skiing. Right. And she's, like, waving from the fucking beach like they're going to hey. see it. Stupid like ass. right, like they can hear her even. Yeah, come on. So then the shark comes, attacks the one girl, eats her, attacks the boat. The girl picks up. I think she was. I don't know. Was she trying to take the can and throw it at the shark? I don't know what. I don't know what her intentions were. Maybe she was trying to dump the gas on the shark or whatever the intention was. I know you're in a panic and I know things are terrible, but you. First of all, the, the shot is awful. She looked like she's doing like the ice bucket challenge with a <laughs> with a can of gasoline. She's like, hey, look <laughs> at me. I'm just dumping this shit on me. And then she, a flare gun of all things. Like, dude, like, did you black out for like five seconds and not realize that you just doused <laughs> yourself with fucking gasoline? Hey, we're going to take a shark and set it on fire. <laughs> Sets it on fire. Wow, you, you, I don't know how you keep managing to freaking put that Billy Madison reference into anything. Well done. Well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what she does. She stands there with the <laughs> with the thing with the gas can over her head going, ah! And then she. She points the flare gun at the shark and looks away, and then the entire thing is just up in fucking flames. Yep. And yep, that works. 
blows that shit up. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's so, so fucking stupid. <laughs> so then he's at, uh, the chief is out there investigating that. Right. And there, and Tina's there and right. And then the old lady's like one minute they were having a beautiful time. And then the next minute, yeah, a, sh- a fucking giant shark so jumped yeah. in the fucking boat. But your ass didn't see that. Yeah, you didn't see that? <laughs> <laughs> and then for some reason, you know, Chief kind of looks out at the water like, hmm, a boat blew up. Hmm. <laughs> shark. Because that's the logical conclusion you would come to. Yep. Because uh, <laughs> we need some sharks with laser beams attached to their heads. Because <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Evil has invaded yes. every ass. I just want some freaking laser beams. Yeah, that's what happened. It's Dr. Doctor Evil's sharks are in Jaws 2, and we didn't even know that. He's been plotting the entire time. This is when Hendrix and the old man find the power cable, which is a foreshadow to later on in the movie. Yeah, put a pin in that one, too, because I want to – I have an interesting observation that I made because I'm a fucking idiot. So continue. So somewhere in this course, you know, Michael and Sean are a little older. Michael 16, I think, something around there. Sean's about 10 or 11. Uh, Martin wants Mike to work on the beach, painting, painting shitters. Right, summer job. But he's got a buttload of friends that want to go out boating. and Including shit. the white guy with the afro. Including the white guy with the afro who was in Of shit. course you would know this. I'm thinking my bloody Valentine. The OG one? The OG one. Oh, yeah. I blocked that one out. But Keith Gordon is in this. Who was Um, in... Back to School? No, not... Yeah, Back to to School. Yep, Back to School and Christine. Uh, Legend of Billie Jean. Legend of Billie... Yes. Yeah, I kind of like that guy. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I think now he's doing like a buttload of directing stuff i don't think yeah i think he's a behind the camera guy now yeah i think i think i remember seeing that and then there's just a bunch of other people and (laughs) (laughs) yes there is there is indeed a bunch of other people (laughs) yeah so then once again tina and mark i don't know how they do this they're running around screwing around doing whatever they're doing and trip over a freaking orca oh you mean the initial the trip thing. to the lighthouse when they first hey, we're going to the lighthouse that first trip to the lighthouse and they're running around and everybody else is like oh what was it too hot up there for you and blah 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 right yeah literally trip over the orca trip over the orca and then martin calls in the fish doctor <laughs> okay there's the technical name fish doctor the fish the fish and, and ask her if, if there was a shark that was killed here and another shark came. Oh, dude. And she goes, oh, sharks don't take things personally? Well, yeah. I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like her. I, it's not even that I don't like her. I don't like the whole thing. It was, dude, it, it was like a cheap grab. Oh, if one shark was killed, would another shark come? Like, dude, really? You were reading the shark books in the first one. Do you really think that? He tries to get a hold of Hooper. Hooper is in the Arctic or something? Yeah, something uh, he, like that. Yeah. So then he, well, Martin goes driving and he sees shit out in the water. Yeah, a rando piece of wood. 
Mando piece of wood, and he's like, oh, shit, this might be a clue. Okay. <laughs> sure it is. Okay. She goes, okay. <laughs> it is okay, Scooby-Doo. Sure. Lock- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally Scooby-Doo. Hey, gang. <laughs> There's a piece so of wood thinks, floating in the water. So he grabs the wood just like Hooper grabbed the tooth. Okay. Uh-huh. And then as Ben Gardner's head pops out of a hole, this short bitch of his body jumps out of the water. So it's the same scenes, just the B-side. Well, well put. Thank you. It is. That's the B-side. Yep. Martin decides to make, uh, or he goes to, uh, goes to the uh, council and tries to get uh, uh, the beaches closed. Right. The council of select, of select men. Right. And then, um. Oh yeah, FYI, she is not uh, Mrs. Taft from the first movie. There okay. does not seem to be any relation between her and Peterson from this movie. Okay, okay. She's so, just there. She she has made it through two movies. Like I said, we're gonna put a pin in it. Mm-hmm. Cause she. I know. We'll put a pin. I know. So we have to cut to the chase because there's a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's a lot of shit, and we're only in fucking part two. We're, do, we're, we're doing Friday all over again, except we only got four movies this time. God damn right. you, Jaws. <laughs> but but where Jaws, the body count grows, this one, the body count dwindles. So it'll get easy. Anyhow. So he the goes body to count, the count dwindles? Dwindles, dude. Trust me. So oh, as far as actual deaths? Okay, yeah. I, yeah. All right, I get it. Go ahead. So they, Larry tells him, Martin, don't push it this time about the shark. And he goes, are you telling me, you know, I don't know what a shark looks like. I, I, I've seen one up close. And I don't intend to go through that hell again. I don't intend to go through that hell again. Right. So he makes these bullets with freaking nitroglycerin or something in them. Cyanide. Cyanide? Okay, cyanide, cyanide. with cancer. Cyanide and candle wax. So he's going to poison the shark and shoot it. Goes up on a shark tower. Is that... Wait a minute. Is that really where we are? We're already... Okay, yeah. He goes in there to fucking... Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, go ahead. Right, because at this point, Mike is painting shitters. Uh, Sean is on the uh, beach with him. I'm helping. And then he sees something out in the water. He yells for everybody, get out, get out, get out. Oh, well, there's that whole bullshit where he's up on the... Wait, he's up on the tower... And then Power. Peterson and Ellen, and they're showing uh, possible investors around Amity. And there's all the description. And then there's like, what's my daughter wants to know what he's doing up there. And they're trying to sugarcoat it. And he's looking for he's looking for sharks. Shut That's when your mother shark. looks at you and goes, yo, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no one asked you, little girl. Shut up, girl. Children right, should be because, seen right, because not Larry's hurt. looking. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Children should be seen and not heard. Shut up. Because <laughs> Larry's looking. Oh, your dad's got you working, right? Oh yeah. Have you seen him? And he's like, Oh yeah, he's up there. And he's up there. Dude. Oh my god, dude, with those pimp '70s dual tone sunglasses. Oh, dude, I need to get me a pair of those. <laughs> Yeah, I need those. So then he sees the shadow. He runs down, rings the bell, runs down, shoots his gun off in the you know crowd of people. It's just bluefish. Just bluefish, said the guy with the mullet and the trucker hat. Right. It's some um, just bluefish. Just bluefish. Which, honestly, 
Bluefish will fuck you up, man. I don't know all that much about bluefish, so I can't really tell you. But if you're saying so, I'll I'll, I'll just go along and assume that you are correct. Yeah, I don't think it's it's all that safe around bluefish. Anyhow, so he picks up his bullet. Sean comes over, helps him pick up his bullets, which is kind of the equivalent of the scene where Sean is mimicking him at the dinner table. Agreed. Once again, another Jaws B-side. Is it a B-side or is it like a fucking, you are officially the remora off of the shark? <laughs> yes. Right? You are eating scraps off of That's the shark. That's it. You are scrapping it. <laughs> We've clearly seen Shark Week at least once. Yeah. <laughs> Great analogy, my brother. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> Don't worry, I got a couple more. <laughs> so, Mike is grounded, the chief is fired, Hendrix doesn't want to be the new chief, but he is. Oh, but dude, you miss it that way? Wait, wait. What? What? They fire the chief, and then he comes home, and he's like a little shit-faced. Oh, yeah. And Hendrix is already there. He's still in the uh, vehicle. They haven't even taken away his vehicle yet. No, he's no, because he's just driving home. He's go because he goes back the next day to turn in the truck. Right. However, I have observations from this scene. Okay. We see Brody pull up in front of the house. He gets out of the car. Well, he gets out of the truck, which is one of those. Mm -hmm. What is it? It's like a Bronco or one of those old K5 Blazers. It just, one of those big yeah. bitches that was just cool. Yep. He gets out. He comes into the house. Hendrix is there. They go through, you know, they're chatting, and he goes through the... He does the same thing again, dude. Oh, we're drinking the good stuff. Oh, right. And he yeah. pours himself... He pours everybody a little, and he pours himself a big-ass glass. He does the same thing. And he does the hail to the chief, and, Drink you know... Chief. Right. Yeah. Ellen kind of reprimands him a little bit. He, uh, Hendrix tells him, you know, I just want to, you know, you're the greatest and the whole shit. And he's like, oh, you know, I know it's, it's I know it's not your fault. Or blah, blah, blah. The whole thing. Now, here's something that I don't know if you've ever noticed. You might have. You're a fucking nerd. So sometimes I think I'm just wasting it on nothing. Okay. This whole scene, it go, they go through the entire thing and Hendrix you know, he doesn't stay for long. He's there for like a hot second and then he leaves. If you watch the movie closely, when he leaves, they call him Jeff. Yeah. Right? Uh -huh. They call him Jeff. His name is not Jeff. Really? His name is Len. His name in real life is Jeff. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. It's like the fucking, the Carrie Fisher moment. Hmm. His name is Len Hendricks. They call him Jeff in that scene. Oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Dude, I didn't. I didn't even notice it until recently when I was I was binge watching, and all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, what? Yep, that's what it is, dude. I fucking I looked it up, and I was like, wait a minute, that's not his fucking name. And then I looked him up in IMDb, and his name is you know they just call him Hendrix. But then I re remember I go I went back to part. You know, the first one, they're calling him Len. And then I looked, the actor's name is Jeffrey something. I don't fucking remember what it was. But yeah, it's one of those Carrie Fisher moments. 
That's like in uh, some of the Abbott and Costello where they're not playing Bud and Lou, but Lou will say something about, hey, Abbott, but that isn't his character. That's not the name of the character, yeah. Dude, that's got to be weird when, like, especially, that's a very, that situation in particular, where you're like a duo, and half the time you're actually playing Abbott and Costello, and then you're in movies where you're a different character, but you're still playing Abbott and Costello? That's when you pull a Tony Danza, and you just have every character named Tony. Yeah, right? Good point. (laughs) So, oh shit, okay, then Michael... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to do one more thing. Sorry, douchebag move. Okay, the next, we're at the next, oh no, 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 you go first. Okay, well, Michael goes to sneak out because he's got a uh, a blind date with one of the girls' cousins. Jackie. Jackie. And then Michael wants to, I mean, Sean wants to go. (laughs) Michael! Michael! (laughs) Dude, you know what I thought was really cool, actually? Is he drip? They he brought him along, and none of the friends had a problem with. It. Yeah, I dude, I always think that too. Oh, I'll just take him with me. Like, dude, that is so cool. Yeah, but you know what, dude? Come on, man. Think about when we were fucking young. We kind of dragged, I, you know, we dragged one of my siblings around at some point. See, and I was, you know, I wasn't dragged around, but my brother would go out, have me go with him. This is my little brother, Dino. And all his friends were really cool. Man. So it kind of like reminded me of that. So, shit, we got fucking, <laughs> we got, we got <laughs> Mark and Tina again on their own boat away from everybody else. T- wait, wait, what's the name? Tina's... Shit, what the fuck is the name of that boat? It's Tina's something. All right, whatever, it doesn't matter, fuck it. So they're apart from the rest of the crew. The rest of the crew is sailing out, and they see the one guy with the scuba diver. Oh, right, they're going down for uh, for lobster. Right, they're going down for the lobster. I like mine with drawn butter. They go down, freaking get attacked by the shark, well, get scared by the shark. Who's, a, who's up burnt there. up? He's a burnt up shark. Yeah, he's all burnt up from the girl trying to oh. set him on fire. Yeah, fucking fire, fire starter. From 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 yeah, from Prodigy Girl. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> Guy comes up, he gets the bends for coming up too quick. Bubble, what is it? Bubble, oxygen in the blood. You got the bends, dude. Just fucking say it. Yeah, you got the bends. So they go out. Mark and Tina, they're all, you know, schmoozing on their boat. And freaking shark hits the boat. Mark flies over. Oh, but dude, you know what? She's talking about you got to put down the blanket because I'm getting bruises and my mom's asking questions. It's just like, dude, how hard is your mom staring at you? Why is your mom looking at your ass? Yeah, right? Goddamn, dude. You need to put her in check, dude. (laughs) Your mom's a little creepy. Right? (laughs) She's a little... <laughs> I'm creeptastic. Yeah, then the shark hits a boat. Mark flies over. Then the shark pushes the boat, right? Away from them. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. The shark pushes the boat. And then Mark is swim. Mark, shark, swim faster. Swim yeah, faster. oh, dude, she is epic. And she's like, you, dude, she might as well just be screaming, dude, you need to swim fucking faster because you're going to die. Freaking shark nails him and freaking speedboats his ass. Yeah, dude, freight trains is sorry. Oh, dude. Creating wake and everything and boom, right into the side. He climbs up. 
and gets pulled down. Oh, that's hardcore. And she's all, go away, please go away, go away. And freaking, dude, she's just out of a bird. Oh, yeah, dude. She is but, I'm, clearly out of the bird. Yeah. Although, you know what? She goes into that please go away thing awfully quick. Yeah, I would have been a little more... Right? Like, like you're, you're shit in panicky. a pickle still. Yeah. Right. You're not quite catatonic at this point. You're, you're out of your head. Yeah. Like, you're looking at the imaginary person next to you going, uh, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Yeah, you're, I, I don't think you're quite at the praying stage yet. Yeah, that was that was a little bit of a weird clip. But, you know, it is what it is. So what happens then? Hendrix gets the report about the scuba divers? No, you know what it is? Chief's in the in the truck, and he's driving, and then he sees the ambulance. Oh, right. And then he follows. She's like, oh, it's not your job anymore. And he just follows the ambulance. And that's when they, you know, they say what happened, the, the oxygen in the blood thing. And then there's the whole, oh, you know, when the kids went out. Kids, what kids? Right. Right. Oh, Mike and, and blah, blah, blah. And Mike or Mike? Right. Now, okay, I have, a, I, have, I have an issue with this scene right here. There's one thing about this that has always fucking bothered me. They're, you know, he's running to the boat. Oh, you know, you got to jump in the boat, blah, blah, blah. Chief, you're not the chief anymore. You can. At one point, he goes, all right, you said something about a lighthouse. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but A, you've been the chief of police on this island for however many years. You should right. kind of know. How do you not know where that lighthouse is? Where the lighthouse is. And weren't you just there with the orca? Right. Isn't that where the kids were when the when they isn't that where Tina and the rest of the gang was when they tripped right, over huh? the orca? They were at the fucking lighthouse. You were just there, dude. Good point. I'm just saying. Just saying. So Hendrix tries to give him directions. Don't give me that shit. Point. Yeah, point. Right. Over there. So he goes out with Ellen. Oh, no, but Hendrix is, is no Hendrix is with them uh, with them. Right. So they go and then they find Tina's boat trip and she is tripping and, and she up. is. Right, and she does that. <laughs> which is, dude, which is no joke, dude. It's yeah, like you see, you see Brody get that like hot, tingly the feeling. Old, you know? Yeah, like you, the old, the old you shit. You see look. that shit. Yeah, you see that shit on him. Like what? You fucking did it, goddamn it, guy. I didn't. Scumbag! <laughs> Stop talking. What is it? Speaking to yourself in the in the first person mm. or the third person? Where where are we? I think that's third. <laughs> so yeah, she has, she strokes out. She's like, shoo, 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 shoo. and then everybody looks at each other like, oh fuck. Then fortunately, there's a boat right, you know, in proximity. Right, and he's honking. He's like, "That boat's gonna take you in." What I always thought was funny is he doesn't even wait. He just leaves. Yeah. He, hey, dude, yeah. how do you know that it's not a bunch of fucking coke dealers on there, and they're just like, "Fuck you, dude." Yeah, he does the Tony Orlando honk three times. Yeah. <laughs> honk three times. Take them back to shore. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
fucking Tony Orlando. Okay, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Where the hell was oh. your fucking brain, Torn- <laughs> Tony Orlando? I guarantee you, half of the three quarters of the people that listen are under 30 and have no clue what we're talking about. No, they have no idea. <laughs> they have no idea. So he goes out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Does it, wait, yo, doesn't Tony Orlando tie a yellow ribbon around the old, old tree? Is that the same fucking guy? It is, yes. It is. <laughs> and wasn't he, wasn't his backup singer Velma from Give Me a Break? Uh, Yeah, Velma yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, Velma oh. Hopkins. I think she was his fucking, she was in cahoots. Oh. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> we, we are speaking Swahili to everybody right now. So continue, <laughs> go ahead. So, so he goes, and then over by the lighthouse. Wait, so when they find, okay, so you got the group of kids. Mike gets knocked out, falls in the wall, you know, gets his head. Yeah, but that, out. what that, what this is, the shark has already attacked. They're right. The shark had attacked them. Yeah, that's that scene where Mike gets knocked out. That's like weird. This whole scene is is strange. All of a sudden, it's like a rando knock on the head, and then Mike's on. Mike's unconscious in the water. It, it it gets a little convoluted in this area. Well, what? The mast flips around and nails Mike in the back of the head like Tommy Boy, right? I think so. Yeah. And then he goes in the water. And then they get him out. They pull him out of the water when the shark comes along the side of the boat and bends in half. Oh. This, this is where the movie... Yeah. This is yeah. when the shark... Like, uh, yeah. How yeah. Like a drink koozie that comes out of the water and gets folded in half. It, yeah. It, uh, not even a regular drink koozie, but a burnt drink koozie. Like uh, a, a koozie that somebody, a dude, a koozie that a meth head thought they were making a s'more out of. That's what, that, that's what that fucking thing looks like. <laughs> <laughs> his his ass bends in half. And dude, and he he he, he kind of makes noise. He like hits the boat and he bends and he's like, Bleh. it's really it's bad, dude. It's bad, yeah. It's bad. But dude, you know what happens before that? Timmy, the the white dude with the fro. Yeah. He he. They portray him as like this total bitch boy through the entire movie, like because he's got a crush on the one chick, and then he's yeah. like, "Oh, you know, I have room," and she's like, "Okay, I'm going with Timmy." Dude, Timmy gets knocked on his ass. He gets knocked out of the boat. Then I think Larry pulls him back in the boat into his boat, right. and then dude, he like snaps to attention and gets all gangster trying to pull Mike out of the fucking water, and it's just like, dude, yeah. what happened to you, man? Like, like what, what's going on here? Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite bucks up right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I almost fucking choked. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Napo- <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> no shit. So they get him out, and then that boat is still they, afloat. One of the one of the boats is still, and that's him, right? Isn't that? Yeah, that's what because they're gonna go take Mike to. Mike needs a doctor. Then then they take him away to like Cable Junction. No, they're not trying to take Mike to Cable Junction. They're trying to take Mike back to Amity. Right, because they they flip, right. They're trying to float toward Cable Junction. Right. 
Right. So they take Mike. Mike finds the chief and says, Sean's, oh, Sean, Sean's still out there. And he's like, what? I took it. It was okay, wasn't it? Yeah, he totally punks okay. out like a fucking little fucking putana. Right. Like, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, but it was okay, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> just go, Dick. I'll, I'll do what you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get the fuck out of here. Uh, Brody's on his way to... To find them that's... And then this is when the shark attacks again. Sean falls in the water. And dude, this scene here bothers me. Not in a, it's so bad, but it bothers me. Okay, why is that? When Sean freaking falls in the water, the one chick goes, gets him, puts him up, and then her ass gets chunked. Oh, yeah, she gets fucked. It's like, oh, dude. It's like, wow, that really sucks. Well, it sucks for her, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. So he's hanging on the, uh, Sean is handing, holding onto the boat, and they're trying to get him to... To catch the rope. But they're like, Sean, I'm going to break your ass. Yeah, he's like screaming at him. Yeah. Brody had called the uh, Harbor Patrol to come and save him. Who did he call? Harbor Patrol. I thought it was, uh, I, I, I yeah. <laughs> You'd see Everett Coop? <laughs> yes. He called the uh, former Surgeon General. Yeah. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Beard. Right. <laughs> I just remember watching that together back in the day. Going, you going, it's fucking see Everett Coop. <laughs> what did he used to do the commercial for? Uh, it was like almost like a or life alert or so or some shit like that. It was one of those yeah, things, right? That, but he had the one he had the PSA saying uh, the most safest form of protection barring abstinence is the use of a condom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> then he ended up doing something for Life Alert too. Yeah. Right. It was Life Alert. That's it. Okay. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone, and that's why I wear one. For those of you younger than 40, you see Everett Coop was the former Surgeon General under the uh, Reagan administration. Yeah. So they call him. He comes. He gets the rope, ties it onto the, uh, what the hell they call that? The pontoon? On, yeah, on the helicopter. On the helicopter. Dude, you ever look at that helicopter? It's like a mini helicopter. Yeah. And freaking the shark jumps up and grabs which at, at the time I saw it when I was younger, I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. But now watching Discovery Channel and watching Air Jaws and shit like that and realizing that these motherfuckers jump 15, 20 feet out of the water. Okay, completely believable now. Well, dude, that's, that shot in general is actually pretty cool because they're shooting him from the inside of the helicopter. And then all of a sudden you just see the, oh, fuck. That's another scene, dude. If you can go on YouTube and find the uncut version of that, that is a really cool scene. See, I think I might have actually seen that scene because I was watching the regular version and I'm watching that scene and I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, this is not I don't remember. There's more to this than I'm seeing right now. Yeah, because they showed the shit like underwater and him struggling you know, him around in the helicopter, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. see, I, that's the one I remember. Because I know on my disc and on Prime, they don't show that. Well, that's some bullshit. That is some bullshit. Some bullshit. So, Chief tries to radio Harbor Patrol, gets a bunch of noise. <laughs> he ends up with them, tries to tow them to Cable Junction, sees the shark. 
Uh, wait, are we talking about Brody now? What did I say? Did I say Brody? I, I said Chief. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. Okay, I have a, a, a weird issue with this. You know how they're floating towards Cable Junction, and then they get stuck because the mast of the upside-down boat gets caught in the rocks? Yeah. Okay, didn't we earlier see them attach that boat with a rope so that they were all together? Am I imagining this? All right, right. so why didn't you just cut the fucking rope? And now you're not stuck on the goddamn rocks anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, but I'm I'm just saying. Hmm. Stupid teenagers. Right. So Brody finds the kids. As he's trying to pull them in, he sees the shark. He rams into the the jetty. Well, that's because he's trying to fucking tow him. And then J- Jaws comes out of the water and he shits a pickle. And he's like, oh, shit. And then literally... Yeah. He does that panic thing that I guess I could... That's something that you would almost do on a motorcycle. You would have a fucking panic moment and... You just rev it? Yeah, you'd rev it and, it, and you'd go. Right. So then he crashes into the... You're right, he crashes into Cable Junction. Then he goes... And then, what was he going to try to pull him over with the winch? With the winch... And then he throws the winch he, down... Uh, I got right. issues with Drops this too, but you go first. He, drop, he drops it down, pulls it up, and ends up pulling up the power line. Right. Do you have uh, thoughts on this? I'm just curious. Go ahead. Okay. He drops it down. It pulls up the power lines. You realize how easy it pulls up the power line as opposed to earlier in the movie when Hendrix is pulling up the, the power line? Yeah. It yeah. seems like Hendrix is fucking pulling up the Andrea Doria. And Chief doesn't give a shit. It's just it's just coming up. And then the other thing I think is weird, and this is just me being a, an asshole. Okay, he throws down the hooks. You know the hooks have a certain amount of weight, but they're right. attached to the rope. Why would you necessarily let the hooks drop all the way to the bottom before you started hoisting them up? Right. If he was letting them go, I, I'm just saying being the douchebag that I am, I'd be fucking pulling him in as he was letting it go. So right. there's no reason for those hooks to ever be dragging along the bottom and easily pulling up the power line that was 500 pounds an hour earlier in the movie. Well, I think Hendrix kind of loosened it for him. Yeah, but it's a different, it's not the same location. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. And that dude, like, when, I'm dude just... when Hendrix pulls up the fucking power line, he's just like, let's get out of here before we do find something. You already did find something. You found a fucking power line. Like, what do you, like, I don't know. That's like a Scooby-Doo, but like, <laughs> you going, kids? Yeah, zoinks. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I'm done. I'm, do- I'm done with my stupidity. Okay. So at this point, Brody gets the idea of grabbing an oar because he found out later that vibration, and blood, sound. And, and sound. sound. What? Sound. Info drop. Sound will attract. So he starts rapid tap tapping on this power line and taunting Bruce. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, we're calling him by, by his first name now? Okay. The shark. No, no, no. It's fine. I was waiting to see how long that was gonna it was gonna take for that. <laughs> we're on a first name basis. <laughs> we're on a <laughs> we're on a first name basis. Fucking Bruce. <laughs> so then the shark comes up, takes a bite, crispy critter. Indubitably, <laughs> all things considering for this movie, because what is he? He doesn't say small. What does he say? Say ah, say ah. It's like yeah, dude. It was like a cheap. Yeah, they were reaching. 
Yeah. Re- yeah, reach it. Thank you. That's that's, really that's what I was looking for. That one. Yep, yep. That's my say. Uh, yeah. And yep. then the ending is kind of the same too. It like kind of he gets to Sean. He's like, they made me come, and he's like, sure they did. And then it just kind of fades out into, uh, you know, into, oh, right. (laughs) But see, dude, why this, also why this movie was effective is because John Williams did this one too. Right. Yes. Okay. Then we have, if we're done here. Um, I don't know. I think we're kind of, uh, I think we're kind of done with that one. Although I will say one thing to you, dude, the, the chick that Mike is trying to date throughout the entire thing, Jackie. Yeah. Dude, you ever notice that she is constantly fucking screaming? And I mean, screaming to the point where I watch her and all I picture is airplane. (laughs) I can't say it anymore. And there's just like a line of people oh, waiting to slap her in the fucking face. <laughs> That's who she is, dude. That's who she is to me. That's all I ever think of. Everything's got to be all right. And they're just slapping okay. the shit out of it. Doctor, you want it on the phone. <laughs> yes, no shit. So yeah, you're waiting for you're waiting for uh, fucking Leslie Nielsen and the chick from the Love Boat. It's not yeah, I just I, I I just can't I can't I don't even want to talk about airplane because that's like a two hour conversation on its own. <laughs> yes. Fucking All right. Brilliant. So then we're at 1983. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. In 1975, he became Hollywood's biggest star. And in 1978, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, he resurfaced. This summer, for the first time, the terror of Jaws will not stop at the edge of the screen. The all-new Jaws 3D, rated PG. Now join our regularly scheduled program already in progress. Uh, I believe it's 1983, because didn't we figure out that it was the same year? Well, I would like to assume that we figured out it was the same year as uh, Friday Part 3, because otherwise we have to put an asterisk next to any of our information because we're stupid. But I'm pretty sure it was 1983. Okay, yep. So, okay, I'm going to... So we got Joe's three. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, okay. I have two questions for you. A, mm-hmm. what is your beer? What is your beer count? Um, six. Okay. <laughs> yep. Oh, dude, we are definitely uh, <laughs> we're definitely on. The, we're definitely doing the same fucking page here. Wait, let me let me amend that. Seven. Seven. Okay, wait a minute. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, I gotta, I gotta make an amendment. Okay, so I'm like a beer or two ahead of you. That's fine. All right. So, all right, we got Joe's three, or as it was really theatrically, Joe's three D. Should I just say it now? Go ahead. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Is it a good movie? No. It's not. Um, I'm sorry. No. No, not really. Okay. Now, 
once again, the script written by, you know, Carl Gottlieb had a hand in, re- in writing this one as well. Richard Matheson also wrote this story. Now, he's known for writing a bunch of novels, Twilight Zone episodes. This guy has written some really good stuff. Uh, the story and, and the dialogue and the characters, I think, really work well. Yeah, it's, it's that's not the problem. The problem, my one, well, I've got a couple of problems. But story-wise, I have one glaring problem. Okay, let's hear it. As you know, I moved from New York to Florida. Okay? This takes place in SeaWorld, Orlando. Right. Have you looked at where Orlando is in Florida? (laughs) Yes, I understand where Orlando is. There is not a major body of water in, I don't know, 100 miles? So, unless we're thinking Jaws pulled a free willy from the Gulf or the Atlantic into freaking lagoon, there is no way a great white shark made it into that park. Yeah, his ass was thumping Okeechobee and, and all that shit got into Orlando. A man-made aquatic environment, you know, SeaWorld. Anyhow, let's forget about that because... Oh, dude, don't worry. I, ha- I have issues with this movie that will come out as we go on, but I will maintain that I love the fucking movie. I'm just oh, an I, asshole I, and I'm going to poke holes at it, but it doesn't mean that I don't love it. So continue. Oh, it is so much fun. So yeah, I saw this in the theater. I think we talked about this. You know, I had it brought home the 3D glasses and everything. You know, we're starting off with underwater, there's a fish gets bitten. I'm assuming this is baby shark because the uh, fish was bitten in half. So then we had the water skiers, right? Uh, yep, I think so. And they fall in the water, and just as there's going to possibly be a shark fight, they get pulled out and continue. Nobody saw anything. Everything. Right, and we get uh, Leah Thompson right off the bat, right? Kit Thompson right off the bat is one of the water skiers. We have Dennis Quaid as Mike, who is now, he's a... An, an engineer, underwater construction guy of right. some sort. Right. Beth Armstrong, who is some type of a marine biologist. Correct. Lou Gossett Jr., oh, who don't, is the Orlando of SeaWorld. <laughs> Oh, well played. Of that facility. <laughs> yeah. Don't, uh, dude, you know what? Dude? That was the greatest description ever, but you need to. we need to not even touch him. Okay. <laughs> until we, until this shit starts to move, and starts to move on. Okay. So there's a break in the, in the fence going out to the channel that leads to the ocean that is really 100 miles away from Atlanta, Orlando. But, so Mike sends... Shelby Overman to do it on straight time. No overtime. No overtime! Oh, on that little janky sea dude that he had that looked like a freaking razor scooter. I know. <laughs> so, Shelby's down there fixing, you know, trying to put a lock on the gate. Okay. Did- but wait, 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 wait. Okay. Oh. He's already been down there. He knows it's jammed. So, the quick fix He's going to be like, all right, I'm just going to lock this shit up. Mm -hmm. Why did he wait 
until it was dark, like several hours later, to jump down there and lock up the gate. You saw it was fucked up. Yep. Right? Am I a dick? Yep. For... No. I, I don't know. He, I, I, he was trying whatever. to get damn overtime in. He was like, no overtime! <laughs> Fucking Overman. So, of course, I think, you know, I think that is the, the rule of three that's there. Where you look once and there's nothing, look again, there's nothing, look a third time, boom, there's the attack. Yeah, but you know what? It was awesome because you don't see it. Mm-hmm. You don't see the shark. No. And it's just a whoa. And I gotta yeah. tell you, I'm gonna, I want to throw this out here now before I forget. Mm-hmm. Regardless that it is not John Williams, dude, the score and the sounds of this movie are very good. Yeah. As the movie progress, you know what I mean? Like this, it's like all echoey and weird and fucking. It's like some kind of trippy '80s goth soundtrack or whatever. It's it's very good, dude. I don't remember the guy who did it, but he did a good job. But I think that direct. I think that might be the only thing that that director did. Like the only you know directorial stuff that that guy did was what was just this movie. It was just three. Yeah. Really? Okay. Slightly strange. Okay, continue. Okay, so then you see Shelby's arm floating in 3D, right? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Okay, so you got next day. My uh, Sean shows up. Mike's brother, who has been in Colorado, in the desert of Colorado, because he's afraid of water. Oh, you know what? I never even realized that he said where he was. He's been in Colorado. Yeah, I think he's in Colorado. And that actor, his name is John Putch. He, yeah, he was in uh, Men at Work with Emilio and Charlie Sheen. He played one of the asshole cops. Yeah, he's the dickhead cop. That's right. Right. The one that they, like, handcuffed to the merry-go-round. Yep, yep, yep. But did you know that he is the son of Gene Stapleton, Edith Bunker? Why would I know that, dude? Because I grew up watching On the Family. And I and actually, I knew it because he was Valerie Bertinelli's boyfriend on One Day at a Time. And I grew up in love with Valerie Bertinelli. Good so, God, guy. It's that. <laughs> Mrs. X, Eddie Van Halen? Yes. Who my kids love now because she hosts the uh, Kids Baking Challenge on Food Network with Duff Golden. With who? So my friend with Duff Goldman. I don't, I don't know who that is. Oh, he he was the ace of cakes. He makes like really cool like cakes and shit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't I, fucking know that guy. I, I watch Food Network. Yeah. Uh, she was. Uh, what was the fucking show that she was on? One day at a time. No, Hot in Cleveland. Oh yeah yeah yeah. With uh, with, uh, with Betty White and oh who's that lady? Wendy Malick. Who- is that and the one that gets better looking as she gets older? Wendy Malick is uh, very thin, dark-haired. Uh, she was on... She's been in a lot of things, actually. Was she the wife in Dream On? Do you remember Dream On on HBO years no, ago? No, no. Um, Just Shoot Me. You remember Just Shoot Me? Mm-hmm. Yes. She was on Just Shoot Me. No. The one that you're thinking of that uh, she was... Daphne on Frasier. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. The British. The British. Yeah, the British broad. 
Right. Right, right, right. Jane something. Anyway. Okay, go ahead. And so he shows, uh, John Putch shows up. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, wow. For real, what so are you he doing? Fucking, what, dude, what are you smoking cohibas over there? God damn, guy. <laughs> So yeah, he shows up. Um, <laughs> Lagoons. He, Lagoons. He's like, <laughs> well, they're at the bar. They're playing standoff, dude. Which is actually a real game. I don't know if that's the actual name, but I have. Jesus Christ, I'm a mm-hmm. fucking idiot. I've actually looked that up. That is a real game that they're playing. They didn't just make yeah. it up for the movie. Yeah, I think when I was younger, I played it at, like, Boy Scout camp or something like that. Yeah, so it, it is a real thing. Oh, my God, we're old. Yeah, we are. So so he goes at um, Sean and, and, oh, what is what is her name in this? Her name is Kelly. Kelly. So Sean and Kelly go out to go, you know, he gets her in the water. Oh, my God, he got her in the water. He got her. She got him in the water. Water. Attention, you were on SeaWorld property. <laughs> and the funny thing, dude, is that uh-huh. when yeah. when he when Dennis Quaid is doing it, it's totally mm-hmm. believable. And then when Bess Armstrong does it, you turkeys have any ID? You just like, oh, you just fucking ruined it. Yeah, you ruined the Bess Armstrong. Yeah, but as that as that is happening, the two guys are taking the raft out. And they're going to steal, I don't know what. I don't know, shells or fucking... Shells or coral or... Yeah, some kind of shit like that. But, I, dude, not to backtrack, but I will tell you that you turkeys have any IDs? You know what? That's why you're the mom on my so-called life now. Oh, shit, yeah. You, you've been relegated to my so-called life. <laughs> Does Jordan Catalano have any IDs? <laughs> <laughs> what about Brian Krakow? Fuck all of you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have we have the two guys. <laughs> Does Jordan Catalano have any ID? <laughs> <laughs> no, he Does doesn't. Jeremy Does Leto have any ID? No, I think it's uh, Jared. It's Jared Leto, is it? Jared Leto, yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck him. He sucks anyway. Continue. Uh, Catalano. Oh, God. Anyhow. Oh, so they're out stealing the expensive shells. I don't know what they're planning on doing. Going to Fort Myers and selling them their shell factory or something. I don't know what. But they end up getting eaten and the raft gets eaten. Oh, puncture, dude. But it's like that slow-mo fucking... I actually, dude, I like that. When actually, when those guys get pulled down into the ground, it's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, that's like, no, see, dude, we have not yet found a flaw with this movie, dude. Like everything is kind of good. So we got past those guys. Yeah, the guys that were down there uh, stealing shit. Right. 
So they were doing that while Sean and Kelly? Yes, Kelly. Were canoodling in the water. <laughs> yeah, canoe, canoodling. <laughs> canoodling, cavorting, frolicking. Frolicking. So then we got to next morning. They're hungover and, well, Sean's hungover. And he's pissed off at Mike because he was that close to doing it in the water. Oh, and he's like, and then there's the, uh, do you want some coffee? Just throw it in my eyes. It'll work faster. Sure, yeah. She steals his, that bitch. What, what happened? She stole his bacon. Oh, yeah, that's right. Evil yeah. whore. Yep. And then there's the whole, I'll have my beeper, beep your beeper. I'll have my beeper, 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 beeper back. Beeper, beeper, beeper back? Yeah. Right. And we have that. And now, do you want to introduce or should I? Oh, what are we introducing? Are we talking about when. Are we talking about Calvin? The man. The man, yeah. The man, yeah. The guy who steals the, sh- he steals the movie in every single fucking scene. Calvin Bouchard. <laughs> Calvin Bouchard. Yeah. Like I said before, the. <laughs> Lando Calrissian of the world. Yeah, he is definitely the Lando Calrissian. And they've got a whole bunch of new things coming on. They got the Undersea Kingdom. That's really cool. And then they've got a special guest coming, Mister Philip Fitzroy. Don't Wasn't Philip Fitzroy the same guy? Wasn't he Manimal? Isn't he? Isn't he the guy who yes. played Manimal? He was Manimal, yes. Yeah, I couldn't was tell you Sonic? what else I remember. Corkendale or something like that? Yes, yeah, some shit. Was like that that. Simon McCorkendale, yeah. Simon, yeah, Simon something. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Philip Fitzroy. <laughs> and then he shows up with his uh, his boy Jack. Yeah, that's yep. that's a weird relationship, that whole... Yeah, it's a little weird. It's it's it kind of reminds me of like the Jerry Dandridge and Billy relationship from Fright Night. Kind of. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I can see man serving kind of, but he he seems to be a little. You know, Jack seems to be a little too attached to him. Yeah, he's a a. Weird house boy. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Weird. Okay. We don't. We we don't need to go any further into that. It's just weird. Okay. <laughs> and what is it? Wait. What else does uh, Calvin say? He's just like, Mister Philip Fitzroy's. Okay. Drinks at the bar. Don't worry. They're free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he he's just a man. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a character. He makes the whole fucking movie. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, I mean, it's Lou Gossett Jr. I mean, whether he is Calvin Bouchard or, or Chappie Sinclair, it was, uh, it's 80s Louis, <laughs> Louis Gossett Jr. Who's that, Lou Gossett? It's Lou Gossett Jr.? Yeah, that's fucking Lou Gossett Jr. Chappie Sinclair? Uh, yeah, he yeah. is definitely a freaking character, that guy. But then, it, oh, you know what else we passed over? The scene where... Uh, the chick is telling the girls, welcome to the Undersea Kingdom. They're like reciting the, uh, 
the mantra. Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. just like, do not alter your uniforms. The shorts are short <laughs> enough. Show any cheek yeah. and I'll have you a back shoveling French fries. That's it is when he's watching the water skis come through and he's like, ha ha, my pride and joy. <laughs> now, is this before or after the the showbiz girlfriend shows up with my uh, shows up to Mike and throws the uh, bag at him? Uh, he don't. He don't live it. You tell Shelby Oberman. About he could take a long walk off a short pier. Yeah, something like that. He's like, I know he's been hanging out with that little bitch at the at the at the <coughs> snack stand or something. Shit, what is her name? Why can't I think of that? Yeah, and he's like, What? Shelby didn't show up. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like I then figured he like, was home hung over. I'm mad at that I'm mad that old boy, but I don't mean him any harm, you hear? I don't mean, I didn't him, mean any him any harm. Yeah, that's the, and, the, and but what's weird is that Mike and Kay are totally talking to each other like they're automatically assuming he's dead. I'm gonna yeah. I'll check I'll check the lagoon or and you check it. The, like they're automatically assuming that like something's they, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, they're waiting to find the body show up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we, well, actually, isn't that the whole? <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm getting a little lost. That's what he's like. Hey, Aqua Girl, like. Is that before? Shit. Is that before or after K meets Fitzroyce? Let me think about that. That's a behavior I just don't do. I'm I'm lost. I'm lost in the in the timeline. Didn't you whale that Japan? Didn't you whale didn't, that Japanese yeah, whaler? Didn't you? Ran that Japanese whaler or something, something. He goes, yeah, he you know, got in my got way. In my way. Right. Ruined my shot. Yeah. Right. I was impressed. Because she's like an environmentalist with the with the animals and stuff like that. Right. But yet she's working for SeaWorld, who is clearly the biggest right. group of scumbags ever. But that's a different conversation. Well, and at this point, they're having a relationship thing. Because she was... Was she moving to, like, Ecuador or something? No. Mike got the... He's supposed to go to Venezuela. Venezuela, that's right. Right, and she's got an offer someplace else, and then they talk about, you know, there's the... There's a conversation that the two of them need to have. That's, That's where we are with those two. Right. Which is really kind of a plot point that gets really pushed off to the side and never revisited. Which is what? That whole thing. Like them moving or... No, yes it does. Yes it does. Later on in the movie, she brings up the fact, she's just like, oh, you know, maybe they need like a dolphin trainer or or something in, in Venezuela. She agrees... Later on in the so movie, she, she agrees. Going. Yeah, she re- agrees to go. Okay. So we're left to believe that the two of them, you know, kind of are planning to run off into the sunset. Okay. We'll get to that. Okay. We'll we'll get there. Yeah. Later. So. Right. All right. So we've met Fit, Fitzroy. 
we're assuming Oberman is dead. Although, you know what's weird about the Oberman thing? He was supposed to go down there. Did I did I say this already? Am I retarded? Yeah, I could be. Like, why did he go down at night? Yeah, did I say that already? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you fuck that. It. I don't need to repeat myself. Okay. So, so they go, they take a submersible down. Yeah, which is in, we're in full-blown bad 3D mode. Bad 3D, I mean, superimposed, you know, glowy yellow, you know, twinky yellow submersible. Yeah, it's it's terrible. They find the skeleton with the hat. All right, they call him, uh, the one, they call him Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, when she she's sees cool. him, she's like, uh, Mike! And it's like this whole... The, uh, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. Call him Oscar. So then they get out. Well, first they got to do the obligatory ride past the the window. Hey, mm-hmm. and they're talking to shit. What the fuck? Yeah. Ethel. Uh, I think her name is Ethel. They're talking to the chick and she's waving. She's like, hi, Mike. Yeah. Right. Okay. I got a, a, a useless fun fact for you. Mm-hmm. That chick is in the Warriors. Really? Yeah. Okay. You remember the scene when they meet up with the, uh, when they, when uh, Vermin and Cochise and Rembrandt, they get off the train and they meet up with the Lizzies? Yeah. Meet up with the girls. And then they go back to mm-hmm. their, you know, their hideout or whatever it is. And, and Vermin is just like, oh, this is great. What click is this? And there's the chick who looks him right in the face and she's like, we're the Lizzie's. That's that yeah. girl. That's, That's the same girl. Yep. Wow. Yeah. All right, dude. Good job. Yeah. yeah, I know. A little dorky, dude. I get, I've been looking at her face forever and then finally one day it just clicked. I was like, I know who that is. That's the Lizzie's chick. <laughs> but yes, her name in that movie is Ethel. Okay. So, then they go out and... They're inside the Spanish Galleon. Right. Looking for Oberman's body. And that's when Great White shows up. Right. Great White Baby boat. Shark. Right. baby. Well, we don't know it's Baby Shark yet, but yes, Baby Shark nah. shows up, right. rams into the boat, and, they're, and Mike and Kay are basically underwater bubble talking holy shit what the fuck is happening mm-hmm. they're trying to swim out of there at one point they come to the stick k comes to the surface mike mike he's making a run and then the dolphins show up cindy and sandy yep and they grab onto the dolphins and they race back to i don't know the the base i don't know they they race back to home base the dolphins mm-hmm. go in the sewer pipe. Mike and Kay jump up on the fucking shore, and they're like, close the gate, close the gate, close the gate. And then the gate closes. Danny and... Shit. Oh. I can't remember the girl's name. They come running over. The gate closes. The shark hits at the fucking gate. Kay's like, oh, my God. And bug it. Dude, what a Dennis Quaid. He's got a bunch of lines in that movie. He's like, what was that? What the <laughs> hell was that? <laughs> You okay? The hell was that? <laughs> so shit. Why can't I think of that fucking girl's name? All right. So, it doesn't matter. It'll come to me eventually. So then, yeah. there's that whole 
bit of shit. And then uh, Jack Fitzroyce and Calvin are... What are they doing? They're having dinner in uh, Neptune's Lounge. And they have the whole conversation about the bubble screen and keeps the sharks outside and that whole fucking... That whole bit. Right. And then the assistant bitch comes down and he starts trying to talk to Calvin. And he says, he's like, oh, you know, we're having dinner here or whatever. And then he tells him and then all of a sudden, (laughs) Calvin's like, gentlemen, you better come with me. me. (laughs) 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 You better come with me. And it's just like all that, dude, all the syllables perfectly fucking hit. It's just like, oh my god, this is fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> so then they go and they. What happens after that? They go down there, start ha- they start having the conversation, and then, shit, what the fuck happens, bro? Okay. Um. I know Calvin comes down to the beach, and they're showing him the. Oh, I know what happens. They're showing him the hole in the fence with the great white hit, and then. Fitzroyce is talking about killing the shark. They die magnificently. And then Kay is they just die. like... Right. No, Calvin. Right. But Calvin and the live... Calvin. White in captivity now. Do you want now, That's world news. And this is when Mike's like, no, Kay, no. No. I've dealt with these. They're monsters. Yeah, my, my dad, brother, my, my brother, brother, myself. Right. Yeah. So that's where they start bringing the back, the backstory, into the movie. Right. Which was smart because now we have there's continuity throughout the first three. Right. Because you could have easily have named him Bob Johnson. And just had a shark in the park. Which I think originally was the concept of this movie. I think this was supposed to be almost like a spoof. That I'm trying to think maybe Joe Dante was involved with. And it was going to be called Jaws 3 People 0. Oh, boo. But then they decided, no, let's actually try to make this a legitimate part of the Jaws canon. Which they did. Right. Yeah, they definitely, you know, there was there was no weird continuity errors. Like, it made sense. I mean, it was a little off to the left, but... right. It still made sense. It was the same fucking characters. It was like an right. offshoot of the original storyline. Mm-hmm. Which I have no problem with. Yep. So then... So they end up getting the plan to shrink the shark. Right, that whole thing. Where, and then... where this is, you know, 80s... 3D galore. Yeah. With, you know... Oh, the, they're shooting the, the needle at needle. the needle. Right. Right, right. Well, wait a minute. Oh, well, now that... Okay, not yet. I'll I'll bring it up in a, in a minute. And then we'll, we'll 
will reference back like five seconds. Okay, so then, what is it? They're all in the fucking, they're getting in the water. And there's that whole dramatic scene where they're filling the, you know, the shark dart. And uh, who is it? Danny is narrating. This is, I don't know, whatever the name of the chemical is. He's like, this is blah, 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 blah. It'll, you know, it'll stick in the shark. You hit her, it'll go right through. It's, a, it's like this whole fucking speech. But it's like this whole deep, dark Orson Welles kind of fucking speech. Right. So then, all right, they all go in the, everybody's in the water. Fitzroyce is what? What is he doing? He's chumming. He's got the camera. Jack is with him. Kate's, Kate, Kate. Kate's in the, uh, the chain mail. They're all underneath. The shark just basically rolls up behind her and headbutts her. Isn't that what fucking happened? No, wait a second. Now, back to the chainmail. Right. Okay. Mike has a concern about the chainmail. Correct. Because, you know, is, are, you, are you sure this is going to protect you? And Fitzroyce makes a point of saying that the shark won't cut her. The most she'll get is a little squeeze. squeeze. Right. Put a pin in that. Okay. Now, at this point, is, Fitz, is Fitzroyce have his... Is he going in the water? Yeah, he's going in the water. He's got the, uh, the and red he has suit. Right. You know, the shark is going to love you. He's wearing the red because it allows him to get the best shot. And he has the... Uh, oh, isn't this the uh, noise bombs? News bombs. What, do you, what are those? News bombs, grenades. Calvin, what you have to do is pull the pin. Calvin, are you listening to this? <laughs> oh, grenades. No grenades. Once again, Lou Gossett delivering the line. Yeah, every line. <laughs> he could have said anything. He could... No grenades. All you have to do is pull the pin. And then Jack's like the fucking retarded parrot. The pin has to be pulled. Yeah, I know. We just fucking heard him say that, you fucking chooch. I don't I don't need you to tell me again. I get it. It's a fucking <laughs> grenade. You gotta pull the fucking pin. This guy fucking reading Rainbow over here wants to tell me the instructions right. three fucking times. Right. Well, they need to tell you that because we have to put a pin in there, too. We got to put, yeah, we have to put a pin in that. We have grenades and fucking yeah. pins all over the fucking place. Grenades, pins, wet squeeze, put pin yep. in those that we yep. pull we later. Fucking pins. So, <laughs> so then, yeah, shit, uh, going back, they're in the water. She gets rammed from behind. Right, and like jiggled around a little bit. There's a whole bunch of... Uh... Right. Mike tries to shoot. For some reason, the gun misfires. Right, and he's like, Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> he resets that. Boom, shoots it. You know. 
Jason three star, you know, like total hard, three like star. hardcore three D. <laughs> and it's like, you know. and then Kay comes up from the water. Oh no, it's actually prize out. She's like, Mike, he's making a run. Oh yeah, I, I think I got lines confused. All right, it doesn't matter. Earlier, I think she's just yelling, Mike. This time, she's yelling, Mike. He's making a run. All right, so we fucking right. he shoots the shark. Shark slows down. They bag the shark. Right? Is that more or less? Yep. All right. So then they show the shark getting lowered into the tank. Right. Their rehabilitation tank. So they're trying to keep it alive and all this. They don't. Kay doesn't want to stress out the shark. Right. Yeah. That's right. Wants the shark out there because, damn it, why do we capture the shark? Yeah, but that, that's not yet, dude. We're missing some crucial right. shit here. Like, Kay's in the tank with the shark, and they're like, you know, they're feeding it oxygen, it gets lowered into the tank, and then Mike shows right. up. Right, Mike and, jumps in there with her. And he tells the, God damn it, why can't I think of the assistant's name? He's like, something, take a hike. So she gets oh, out, man. and they're like talking together, and then the, the shark is like comatose, and the shark comes alive all of a sudden, and they all jump out of the water. Now, I have a couple of issues with this. Mm -hmm. The shark all of a sudden comes to life. Mm -hmm. Now, instead of just jumping in one direction, if you watch, K jumps over the fucking shark. (laughs) She jumps over the shark, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, why would you fucking do that? Like what are you doing? Just jump out yeah. the other way. Like you, tr- what are you, you a fucking rodeo clown? Like what the fuck's going on here? And then her and Mike jump out of the fucking <laughs> pool. And then uh, what's the the uh, the other assistant guy's name? His name is Danny, right? Danny, yep. Okay, he goes. Didn't he give you any signs? Signs? Yeah. yeah. What happened? All of a sudden, from the last scene to this scene, Danny's from the south. Well, well, he has, dude, he has no accent every other time that you hear him in this fucking movie. Right. Didn't he give you any signs? He didn't give you any signs? Like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? So (laughs) there's definitely some kind of issue right there. I don't know what it is, but his voice definitely changes at least two times throughout this movie. Yep. Yeah, weird. <laughs> all right, so they're out of the all right, they're out of the pool. It's, it's the only alive great white in captivity. Oh my god, let's keep him that way. Blah 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 blah. And then what are we instantly into the next day? Yep. All right, so what the fuck what the fuck is happening? I guess they're giving us a bunch of preview about SeaWorld and what's going on, the helicopters, the silver bullets and fucking the SeaWorld water ski team, which I think is weird because Kelly is off someplace else. Shouldn't she be with the SeaWorld water ski team? Well, she, she was like, before, yeah. You yeah, right? So. Wasn't she like dancing with like a uh, somebody in a in a pig costume or some shit like that? Yeah. Right? Okay, so that's weird. And then there's the 
Calvin moves the Great White into a what does he call it? I don't know. Some place where they can he moves the Great White into some place where they can people can see the fucking the shark. Right? Right. Into okay. some, right. Some display and, tank, right. Right. And then the dude is just like, Oh, I thought we were supposed to consult with Doctor Morgan and he's like, I run the I pay the bills, I run the park. Move the fish or whatever the fuck it is that he says. So then later on after she's talking to Fitzroyce about something, she hears it over the inter the intercom that there is a great white right. shark in holding tank number three or some shit like that. Right. Right? So she goes out there right. Damn it, what Calvin, is he do- whatever. what is he she doing here? There. Yeah. Okay. Do you see the obvious flaws in in this scene, which has bothered me literally since fucking 1983? The shark is in a pool. Yeah. It's in a, a pool that it does not have that much water in it. Right. It's about three feet tall. Three feet of water. Three feet deep. Yeah. Okay. It, it's a, a kiddie pool. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a kiddie pool. A, it is a kiddie pool. With no protective barrier. So, okay, so you're telling me that there's a great white shark that I'm just going to stick my hand in there like I'm in the pet of stingray fucking tank? <laughs> Somehow that doesn't fucking make any sense to me. Right. Then, right. <laughs> not only can you stick your hand in there and a shark bite, you, bite your hand off, but unless you're right up at the glass, you can't even see the fucking shark. All you're going to see is the fin. Like, when you go to the the fucking aquarium and you're looking at shit in the water, you're looking at them through the glass. You're not really looking at them at the the top. So what am I looking at? I'm going to stand here and I'm going to look at this fucking shark's fin in three feet of water, and then I'm going to stick my hand in there and he's going to bite my fucking fingers off. Is that what you tell me? That is what they're telling you, yeah. That is what they're telling me. So then it gets even stupider... Because now we're led to believe that the shark is dying. Remember fucking Kay runs up? She's like, what is he doing here? And Danny's like, well, Calvin ordered it. And Danny has yet another voice. (laughs) Okay, so the shark is fucking... We're getting the impression the shark is getting ready to fucking shit the bed. Kay freaks out. Danny, Danny! She jumps over the wall and dives in like she's going into fucking 20 feet of water. And then yeah, two seconds later, we watch pool. Danny just step over the ledge and walk into the water. What the fuck is happening right here? Please explain <laughs> this to me. Yeah, Kay, Kay has this uh, sense of urgency. Which is fine. And it would have made sense if they weren't in the kiddie pool. Like, why are you diving into the fucking kiddie pool? Right. And then, as this scene goes further and annoys me even more, dude, the shark fucking essentially dies and turns over and floats to the top belly up. Right? Isn't that what happens? Yeah. Okay. That is a complete physical impossibility because when sharks die, they fucking sink to the bottom. There is no turning and there is no floating. Damn you, shark weak. 
Yeah, damn you, Shark Week, Discovery Channel. <laughs> but that's what happens. Yeah. So the, sh- the shark is a goldfish that, <laughs> that floats up and goes belly up. All right. So she's pissed off. She jumps out. She tells Fitzroy, go ahead, photograph like, like it's his fault that the shark died, but she's pissed at him. Right, so. because they die magnificently. Magnificently. All right, so then where do we go from there? So then from there, we are looking at the Undersea Kingdom, right? Oh, right. Where they're walking through and, you know, this is a fabulous Undersea Kingdom, blah, blah, blah. And the girl's looking out the window. Oh, when we get Oberman's fucked up grill. Here comes, right, here comes Shelby Oberman. But we get a lot of cheesy 3D on the way up to that. Oh, we get a lot of cheesy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We get the dragon's tongue and then the uh, the octopus tentacle with the... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Welcome to my lab. Little bit there, there, there. And then yeah, then we get Oberman, and there's a whole bunch of screaming, and it's like air, it's like airplane screaming, like ah, ah, and then there's like a face up against the glass, right against the fucked up. And then the, it's like ah! someone like deliberately pushes her ass up against the uh, screen. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. And there's a hand that literally reaches out and pushes her. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Up. <laughs> it's like that was deliberate. That wasn't a mistake. That's assault, brother. You'd never get away with that now. We got an assault going on here. That's it, assault. Shit. So then, they're at... I mean, of course they don't take him to a corner or anything like that. They bring him down to, like, the the garage. Right, because all of a sudden, Kay is a forensic pathologist now who wants to see the body. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. My. <laughs> and they realize that these bites could not have been inflicted by the baby. Because the baby had all its teeth. So they go to Calvin and try to explain to him that this was the baby. And the baby was born inside the park. Its mother is inside the park. You, 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 you talk about some d- d- damn shots, mother. <laughs> talk about some damn shots, mother. Who got it? Dude, all he's going to do is open his mouth and he owns the fucking movie. Talk about some damn shots, mother. <laughs> oh, shit. So then, and then while they're explaining this to him, Mama Mama Jaws, because this is, is this is in the restaurant again, right? Right. Yeah, Neptune's Neptune's right. Lounge. Right. So let's do that. Some shit like that. They got the bubble field, but the shark swims through the bubble field and kind of roars a little okay. bit. I. And I know we're going to have to revisit this on the next chapter of this. 
Mm-hmm. But I never took it as if the shark in three roars. Okay. In my head, I always thought of it as the shark is so big and massive that when it opens its mouth, there's like, you know, suction or a vacuum or fucking something that gave it that sound. Okay. All right. That's always how I felt. Right. That is not right. Okay. It's that is not, not the same as the next fucking debacle. Roar. That. Yeah. At most, it may be a growl. <laughs> at most. So, but yeah, but now Mama fucking Shark is coming right at the fucking, at the glass. And everybody's up and pointing. And dude, the music in this scene is totally 80s and totally perfect. It's just so dramatic. And it's like, oh, it's fucking perfect. Right. So then... Yeah, where do they go from there? What happens? So then the device, the plan to trap the shark in the tunnel. So Philip is going to go through one end of the tunnel. Oh, right, like the the, uh, the hatch, that whole live bait, that whole thing. Right. All right, so he gets in there, right? That's where we are. He gets in there and he traps the shark so that Mike can go down and weld up the tunnel for the undersea king. Right? right? Right, because the shark has crashed the Undersea Kingdom and flooded that bitch now, right? Yeah, but we don't get any of the Undersea Kingdom goodness, I don't think, until the shark comes out. Or I could be wrong in the timeline. Right. The whole no, because, no, wait. Daddy, listen. Yeah. <laughs> daddy, daddy, look at the fish. Look. look. Holy, Holy shit! shit. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right. So Philip is tethered to. Is he tethered to a ladder or something? Yeah, he's tethered, he's tethered, to, tethered a ladder. to something. And a shark comes in. His tether snaps. Yeah. Now you want to tell me? Yeah, that happens. What'd you do? You bought you bought your rope yeah, at the dollar I, store. Come on, guy. Yeah, I don't know. So he falls in, and as he foreshadowed. With K, with K, rather, he didn't get chomped. He only got squeezed. So he gets crushed by the shark. Yeah, he's getting tenderized. Right. So Jack makes his way up to the top. Where's Mr. Fitz? Where's Mr. Fitzroy? He didn't come up. Cover me! Yeah. up! Pull the pants. <laughs> and yeah, then he's terrible. gone. You never see him again. <laughs> yeah, that's the end. Yeah. So then, okay. All right, all right. So this is the point where Mike decides to go. Mike has to go down and steal the Undersea Kingdom. Right. He's welded. Right. And. Um, Calvin decides to turn off the pumps and suffocate the bitch. Oh, no. Wait a minute. He's just like... What does he say? He's just like... he he. They, they have the shark in the, in the cage and mm-hmm. he's like... We'll suffocate the bitch. Shut down the pumps. <laughs> and then <laughs> right. the other dude... I, shit, I can't remember <laughs> what his name is. 
He's like, why don't we blow it up? And he's like, listen, nephew. <laughs> His name is Jeffrey. This, this is two and a half million dollar turbine that's not going to go up in smoke because I saw some, some, some damn damn fish. Now shut the pack down. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, I want to make that a wrinkle because I saw some, some damn fish. That shit is fucking crazy. We suffocate, bitch. I, I, dude, I can't, I can't take it. <laughs> I, ju- I just can't. That's like the fucking, the great one of the, some of the greatest lines ever come out of fucking Lou Gossett Jr.'s mouth. <laughs> yes. And dude, he's leaning back on the chair and he's like, "Listen, nephew," and he's, "Oh my god, dude, you just slapped the shit out of you, son." <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! So, right. So they so they turn off the pumps. The shark gets out. Starts banging the. Uh, oh, dude! I got another issue. I, uh, How does the shark get out? It rams the. Uh, keeps the ram in the hatch. No, it's sitting there. At, oh, cracking! Yes, it's sir? sitting there, and it's threshing its tail about and it's supposed to be right. so big that it's creating a wave and it's fucking pushing on the gate so hard that it's bending oh. the pin and the gate opens right oh yeah yeah okay well here's my hole in the story thank you shark week sharks can't swim backwards dude how did it get out of the fucking right. cage how did it get out of the cage right I you know I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this shit don't line up. So, oh, we haven't even touched the surface. This shit sharks can't do. Oh, I'm I'm sure but, we'll get uh, we'll get a few. We'll get, I'm sure we'll get a few more in. Yeah, somehow the magic shark floats his big old ass out of the tunnel. Daddy, daddy, look at the fish. Look! <laughs> oh! Holy shit! It's like Elvis. It's like, holy shit now! <laughs> Alright, so yeah, he backs his ass up. Right. And then Kate comes over and taps him. Look! And then Mike's like, bullshit! Right, he tries, she tries to go down and Calvin's like, where the fuck are you going? And she's like, he needs eyes in the back of his head. Right. She spots the hey. shark first, and then there's a whole bunch of... <laughs> yeah. Then they get to the uh, door. Pull that. And then I don't know how that physically works. The whole, like, jaw tooth thing in the door. Oh, yeah. That makes that makes Thanks. no sense. What did he come in on an angle, like fucking snaggletooth? And he was like... Ah-cha-cha-cha. Yeah, that doesn't make any it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Right. So somehow they manage to manhandle that door closed, the jaw gets loose, they do the water thing. Right. The, the, the force water that, that, that looked like the hose right. on your house when you were fucking ten. They get up. Oh my god. And then they look and uh, I don't even know how to describe it. 
Uh, yes, <sighs> it is some of the worst 3D effects ever. Yeah. It's I mean, terrible. You got matte painting with a matte painted shark. Oh, dude, it's a dude. Floating to the window. It appears to tap the window and the window blows in. The whole room is filled up. On its side. <laughs> because if you look at it, dude, uh, the, the, the camera angle, like the room fills up. It's not yeah. as if you hit it straight on and the water just exploded. No, it does. It, it fills from the bottom on up. You're right. Although I will say the looks of terror on all of their faces prior yeah. to the shark hitting the glass is actually yeah they did a good job right there yeah and then there's like the scream and it's like ah and then <laughs> yeah yeah and then it fills up and then uh, shark gets nephew yeah there's a rubber fish. Hanging out of the... That's what that shit looked like from the outside. It was like this rubber fish. Oh, when they show the shark from the outside with its head stuck in the thing yeah. and fucking... Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like that rubber fish. Or like, remember that that shark I bought you when I went to Florida and came back and like, put you in, in that glass jar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I still have it. Okay. It was that shark, like, in a hole. Oh, no, dude. You're giving it too much fucking credit. What it really is, is you know that when you go to the zoo and you buy, like, the dinosaur head on top of the stick and you squeeze the trigger and the mouth opens up? (laughs) That's what that fucking reminds me of, except in reverse. It's like the ass of the shark on a stick, and it's like, it's it's fucking terrible. It does. It looks fucking, it looks clay. Like, it's like the shark from Davy and Goliath. That's what it, or Gumby. Like, the the blockheads rode in on that fucking shark. That's that's what it fucking reminds me of. It's terrible. It's like a glorified clay sardine. Stuck in a mousetrap. It's bad. What? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> we got that. And then he reaches in and grabs Nephew. Right, well, he fucks Nephew And jumps up. down on Nephew. Because, dude, you hear yeah, it crunching yeah. and the screaming. It's like, huh, huh. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> and you hear him getting chomped, dude. Yeah. And then Calvin grabs Warrior Chick. Ethel, fucking Ethel. Ethel, and swims out with her. Right. Because Calvin's gangster. He gives no fucks. Right. So then Mike and Kay are there, and they look, and the shark is chomping, 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 and lo and behold, Mr. Philip Fitzroy! <laughs> 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 the show dropped nephew, I guess. Didn't fall. Yeah, nephew, t- nephew takes a little shit. <laughs> right. So there it is. Philip. 
<laughs> well, the scene that the, the, the deleted scene is, hush, 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 and you hear nephew going, huh, huh, and then Jaws goes, huh. <laughs> <laughs> because he's got a little bit of, because he's got a little bit of Philip stuck behind a tooth. Yeah. And he's there with a freaking grenade in his yeah. hand. He's got a little Fitzroyce in his throat. Ha, ha. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Mike sees Philip there like, hey, what's going on? I know, dude. And, and dude, he's like Fonzie. He's like Fonzie inside the shark with the grenade out. He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike decides to pull the pin. He's going to So he makes a hook. <laughs> and the, yo, and I gotta say, the music is by. so good in this scene, dude. It's like so manic and perfect, dude. I'm telling you, the music in three is fucking excellent for what it was. But yeah, and dude, <laughs> but that stick that he's looking at, like you see him bend it, dude. Like, like what were you heating up that aluminum before you got in the water? It bends like a fucking like a twist tie from a loaf of bread. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and he's like hooking. He's hooking it. He's trying. He's hooking it. And he gets it. Is, he's in there hanging out of the mouth the whole time, like, <laughs> like Phil's like, like, I can't give you much more help. Come yeah. on, hook this damn thing <laughs> I'm waiting for him to oh, hold up a sign like Wiley Coyote. Like, really, dude? Like, come on. <laughs> Come on, you some bitch bastard! <laughs> you bitch bastard! You, how much more of an invitation do I gotta give you? I managed to hook my—I hooked myself under this motherfucker's tooth so that, like, like a piece of fucking what gets stuck in your tooth, like a poppy seed. I'm the human poppy seed hanging out of Jaws's mouth so that you, so that you could pull the pin on my news box. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna stop right there. Please, I, please go. <laughs> So then the shark bites and all of a sudden, boom, blows up, bits the shark everywhere except for two perfectly intact sets of teeth that float at you. The toothuses is your, your toothuses in three D. Now, you know, I, I don't want to be the fucking the asshole that points out all these stupid fucking things, but. If that explosion was big enough to blow the shark into essentially chum, mm-hmm. how did Mike and Kay survive unscathed, hiding behind a control panel, literally like two feet away from the fucking shark? Well, that's exactly it. They hid behind computers. I don't know. Things are more modern than before. Bigger? And yet, smaller. It's computers. <laughs> it was, it's Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood. So then, somehow they swim out. They decide to swim out into the water as opposed to going, I don't know, to a hallway somewhere and exiting to land. Well, that might have been the easiest way out. So, yeah, who the fuck knows? 
to get that. And then, yay, Cindy and Sandy jump up. Yay. No, that's not what happens. Uh, Kay's called her. She's like, the dolphins, the dolphins. And it's Cindy, Sandy, and one of them, one of them shows up. Right. And then, okay, here's another interesting point, because I'm a fucking dork, and I pay way too much attention to shit. That when they mm-hmm. start talking, and one dolphin shows up, and I think this is the order, but they're talking about, oh, did anybody make it? Dennis Quaid says, Calvin, Lisa, if you look in the credits, Ethel, the warrior's chick, her real name is fucking Lisa. Hmm. It's another Carrie Fisher moment. You all oh, got, okay. you got all y'all got too familiar and you forgot your lines and you started calling people by their first names. So is her real name Lisa? Her real name is Lisa or Lisa or something oh. something like that. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, he calls her by the, he calls her by her real name and then the other dolphin shows up. And it's just like, Sandy, ah! the dolphins are fucking spinning. Yeah. And, yeah, and you ever watch the dolphins spinning at the end of the movie? It's 3D. Mm-hmm. It's 3D and it's totally bad. And then fucking yeah. Kay is like, oh, right. And then we go to, you know, stop motion. Yay. Freak. And that's it. Yay, Christmas. Right, that's it. Okay. I love it. Uh, okay. Now we can stop here and oh, have a perfectly Jesus. good podcast. However, let's put the icing on the cake. Is it is it the icing on the cake or is it the peanut on the turd? <laughs> we this can is, make it the icing. Let's let's just alright, let's just go. Dude. Let's let's just expose it for the fucking debacle that it is. We 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 can make this the we're going to make this the coup de gras. The coup the coup de gras. The coup de gras. All right. So so we have Joe the revenge. It feels no emotion. I want you to get out of the water. It does not kill for pleasure. And half their lives looking for food and the other half eating it. They don't care what it is. And it has never singled out a specific human victim. Not so days after. Until now. Lorraine Gary and Michael Caine. Jaws. The Revenge. (laughs) This time, it's personal. Rated PG-13. Starts Friday, July 17th at theaters everywhere. Um. Um. Shit! It's shit. It's a terrible movie, dude. So. Let's call it out right away. So that we're clear on it. It's cockadoodoo. <laughs> okay. Now, a few interesting things about it. Because this is where Andrew and Dino really come into our good cop, bad cop routine. Now, I'm not going to defend this movie. I promise you. Okay. No, promise. but you, you will... You you will look for the silver fucking lining, dude. But please, <laughs> but I will make it. I will make it interesting, damn it. Okay, let's go. Okay, the film is directed. 
I would make an interesting guy. <laughs> by yeah. some, by yeah. some guy. Okay, the guy that directed the movie, uh, he directed a film called The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. How is that even fucking possible? Which is... Which is what? Hello? Do you know? Do you know? I think you might have hit mute, guy. Are you there? Dino. Yo, guy. Sorry about that. I I hit a button on my phone. Okay. So, like I said, the guy that directed this movie directed The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Yeah, I don't see how it's fucking possible. I don't know. But starring Robert Shaw. And Walter Matthau. And Walter Matthau and Martin Balsam. And Hector Alizondo. And. Yeah. Oh, that's a good Jerry fucking movie, dude. Dude, that movie is freaking awesome. Mm hmm. Anyhow, so there is a good connection there. I don't get it. This, I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is. This is what happened. <laughs> we don't know how, but somehow he ended up directing. Yeah, how it works. Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read the novel of this before of Jaws I saw the movie. Pelham. Jaws? No, Jaws the Revenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, well, I mean, dude, I was a Jaws fan, so I was going to read it. And the novel isn't half bad. There is a lot of subplot about Hoagie being, you know, involved in, like, drug cartels and stuff like that. Okay. But anyhow, so this movie is very interesting because there's two versions of the movie. Um, I think there's actually more than two versions of this movie. There's the regular version, there's the BBC mm-hmm. version, and then I think there's another version. What versions? No. Do, what versions do you know? I well, I know of a few differences that happen within the version, so we'll we'll kind of run through it. Okay. And then it's kind of like Clue. Okay, you know Clue has three endings. You know, it could have happened. It happened yeah, I know. But all the endings of Clue are awesome. This is not going to be that way. But <laughs> let's go. Well, okay, we'll start off from the freaking beginning, dude. Mm-hmm. You've got. The credit sequence, and there's a shark POV going through Amity. Uh-huh. This is the the one film that is not written by Carl Gottlieb, mind you. So I think that has a lot to say about the movie, too. Well, the score is also doo-doo as well. Oh, oh the score is crap, it's, yeah. It's fucking crap, dude. But we got the shark going through town, going under pillars, doing whatever. It's horrible. It's terrible. But and you can there is a not to cut you off, dude. But you can tell that in like the first like thirty seconds of the fucking movie. Yeah, you're just like, ugh, ugh, what is fucking happening right now? This is like a this is a literally like Mexican food and tequila. The next day. That, that's what this is. It's terrible. Right. Well, there's the one version 
that actually starts off with a narration. Oh, yeah, you sent me that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they should have kept that one. It's like, okay, well, where does this even come into play? Because you don't hear it ever again. So, you know, it's a whole thing about evil of whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know, so they start off with that. And then we have Sean. Yeah, uh, Ellen is frying a fish. In that which I tacky think. 80s bargain basement for Micah fucking kitchen. Dude, every time I look at it, I'm like, <sighs> like, I. Yeah. But yeah, the close up on the fish with the teeth. It's like, what are you doing? You baking a fucking piranha on the fucking stove? I don't understand. Right. Well, evidently, I don't know if they were play- They made this movie and planned on put. Three not being like eliminating it from canon or something. Well, fuck that idea because right, part exactly. three because, made much more sense. Right. Well, because right now you notice that Sean, you know, if you're looking at it in canon, not only got rid of his fear of the water after you know he and Kelly had the attack in the lagoon. Right. But now he is a deputy in Amity riding on boat. Yeah, well, that makes less than zero sense. And that's been one of my big issues with this. It's like, dude, you went to college in the Midwest or some shit, right? Didn't they allude to that in, yeah. uh, in part three? Colorado. So you were, yeah. yeah, Colorado, right. So he's in cowboy hat and cowboy boots. So that I don't have to be anywhere in the water. Now I don't give a shit how hot she was, and you were hooking up her, hooking up with her in the water. That does not make you all of a sudden go back to the scene of the fucking crime and literally take up your father's mantle, you know, almost. Right. And be the deputy on Amity because nothing in part three even implies the remote possibility of this. Am I am I correct in this assumption? I I agree with you hundred percent. Okay. So he's there with the mom. He gets a call about a plank of wood or a log that is in the waterway, whatever. So I guess the shark took the wood and jammed it in there in order to lure Sean to this place. That's the only thing I'm thinking. Well, it's and, personal. Well, a- according to the doctor in part two, sharks don't take things personally. Well, evidently, she's stupid. She doesn't know. Well, I don't know, because maybe this shark is half beaver, and he's building a dam out of pylons in the waterway Right outside of Amity Island, maybe this is a, maybe this is his thing. I, I, right? I don't, I don't know. Some damn something is going on here because I, I, it, this it, makes it's something no about some damn sense. Sense. Some, some damn damn shocked mother. <laughs> yeah, it made, dude. That makes so, no fucking sense at all. So stupid. No, no. So Sean goes out to remove this log and. A pair of teeth. I'm not even going to say a shark. A pair of teeth. Pop on the screen, and Sean's missing an arm. And, dude, and badly, bro. Just, it was that quick. 
pair of teeth. Oh, I'm gone. The son's laying back holding his arm. Ah, help me. Dude, the way that he took off and his arm. And he's yelling, help Dude, I, I understand they're singing Christmas carols, but nobody fucking hears them. And quite honestly, the way that he's losing his, his arm is a la Ace Ventura, Nature Calls, what the spirit is like. That's what, ah, that's fucking, it was, it was terrible. It's in the bone, it's in the it's bone. It's in the it's bone. In the bone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's just rolling around in the boat with like this, and you can tell his arm's still there. It's just like this raggedy ass raincoat, and he's like, "Fucking help!" And I'm just looking at like, "Good fucking grief!" Like what? Like this is just terrible. And then what happens? He's screaming around in the boat, and then what? The shark like comes up out of the water and like does like the macho man elbow and like literally like takes the entire fucking boat down. And then Sean's floating <laughs> in the water with no no arm, treading water, and the shark comes up and goes, ooh, yeah, step into a slip gym, and then fucking takes Sean out, and that's the end of him. It, more or less, that's right. what happens, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. it's fucking terrible. So, and yeah, that's it. So then we've got Ellen, and Mike shows up with his wife and their daughter, Tia. Now, okay, here's where the interesting things come in. Is that what you're going to call it? You're going to call it interesting? You're a much nicer guy than I am. Okay, well... <laughs> proceed. What's her head from Jaws 1 and Jaws 2 show up? Who? Um, what is her... The one I thought was married to... What's his head? Oh, Mrs. Taft. Right. Taft, she shows up. Right. Same actress, same woman. Yeah, all three times. Which I think is cool. I I agree, dude. That. Now, she is accompanied with another woman. Well, I know who this is, too, who is also al- alumni. This is Mrs. Kidner. Right. Right. Which I think is really cool. I, mean, I think it's cool, too. It's like they've made amends, and she right. has finally understood somewhere along the line that it wasn't Martin's fault. Right. And now everybody's friendly. Right. And, I mean, same actress, same... Well, I mean, I think it's cool that they got them back for this scene. Well, I can I, can I throw one more at you? Sure. Okay. All right. If we go back to Jaws 1, I'm a little sketchy on the names in mm-hmm. some of them. He is labeled... He is billed as Mr. Posner. Okay. Now, Mr. Posner is the guy that, okay, you know when Larry comes to the beach in the first one? The guy with the sun, I don't want to go in, I just put the suntan lotion on? Yes. Okay, that's Mr. Posner. He shows up, obviously, in that scene right there in part one. Uh-huh. He is also in part two as one of the, you know, like the board mem- select men or the board members. Yeah, yeah who are looking at the picture and they said they don't see anything. What is it? Seaweed or you know you know what I'm talking about? That guy? Right. Yeah. Okay. If you, I have yet to be able to find him in the movie because I don't know he might have not made the cut that I have seen. But mm-hmm. he is billed in the credits as the mayor in Jaws the Revenge. 
Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So he didn't. So he didn't die in one then. No, he he's in Cause two. He, so because he was the one that got kind of trampled and got pulled out of the wall. Yeah. But he gets pulled out. He doesn't die. And then check okay. it out. He's the he's and a, then he's you know, a mayor in four. In four. So it's almost like a net, like a progression. He's ah, friends with okay. Larry, and then he's a selectman in two. And, and then, then as right as the, the the years go on, he ends up becoming mayor of Amity. Now my guess is he's either not in the cut that we've seen. Who knows? You know, he could have been cutting room floor. Who the fuck knows? Right. But if I had to guess, if he was anywhere. It's the scene at Sean's funeral. Oh, I'm you gonna have to. Damn it! Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I fucking shit suck, dude. You. I know. you son of a bitch. Yeah. No. Rewind <laughs> it. <laughs> I told you, dude. I was gonna come with one man. I had a bullet in the chamber. I was like, yo, I'm gonna get this motherfucker at least once. You have. Uh... Dump the trunk here. Yep, I oh. the trunk. See, dude, I didn't know you were going to roll up on Mrs. Taft. You knew you knew that she was in yeah. the revenge also. I thought I might get you on that one, too, because I knew you knew about Mrs. Kintner, but I didn't know you peeped right. the other one. Right. So I kept uh, Mr. Posner, and he's got, a we- he's got a weird name, dude, like Cibrian Dubin or something. Like, he's got a weird name. Hmm. But, yeah, he is billed as the mayor in Revenge. I can't find him. Maybe you will. You know, frame by frame, we could probably find him. But he's there. So we have a, a threesome of alumni. Cool. And All technically, right. Polly's so, there, but it's not, the, it's not the same actress. So, all right. Something kind of sad, but uh, the little girl that played Tia, the, uh, the, the granddaughter? Yeah. She... She was in uh, Land Before Time and stuff like that, but she had died shortly after uh, this movie. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, she was like an abused child or something like that, and her dad had, I think, set fire to her house and killed her and her mom. Oh, that's fucking charming. Yeah, so that was a little screwed up. So I just figured it was a little interesting. Yep, you're just a ray of fucking sunshine, bro. I'm gonna I, mean, I could go off on it. You're going to go off on who? Which one are we going off on? That that was my Debbie Downer moment right there. But What's the... Uh, what was the Care Bear that was fucking yellow? What was the yellow Care Bear? <laughs> sunshine? Something. Yeah, no, a, that's you. That's you, guy. Funshine Bear? Yeah, yeah. yeah Funshine. Okay. That's you. Funshine <laughs> fun Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. See, this is why you shouldn't let your fucking photo be out there on the internet, because I'm totally going to Photoshop Funshine Bear on your stomach now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Don't worry. It'll be there by the end of the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) So we got uh, Michael, uh, his daughter, Tia, and me. Wife, I forgot her name. Uh, they oh, I come know. Over. Oh, I know what her name is. It's not K. That's her name. <laughs> not yes, not, not K. Because evidently, going with continuity, Mike didn't go to Venezuela. They went to Jamaica, and he, instead of being an engineer, became a marine biologist. 
Yeah, did he go to college and get a degree in the time oh. period that he wasn't yeah. with? Going yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make any fucking Kay sense. Kate was holding his dad down. Yeah, she thing? was she was holding him down because she was gonna and I quote, just give up your life and follow me. Right. And that's exactly what she fucking did. And then they just blew off her fucking character. And I'm sorry, dude, but Bess Armstrong is a much, much more likable actress than whoever the fuck that broad was. Yeah. And this girl is an artist, you know. She's kind of like Nick from Family Ties, where she makes, like, art from junk. Oh. But, so he invites... Ellen to go to the Bahamas. I think I said Jamaica before. I meant the Bahamas. It's the Bahamas. No, no, no. You, s- yeah, I know what you meant. It doesn't matter. So to go to Bahamas to you know for Christmas and to get away from everything. And she says okay. And oh, Michael played by Lance Guest. Yeah. Who? Okay. I grew up loving Last Starfighter and Halloween too. So. Okay. Is he Dennis Quaid? No. Nope. But, eh, okay. It is what it is. Uh, dude, I would have taken it if the story had been correct. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It was just, well, what the fuck is this shit? So, wait. You mean you have a problem with the fact that they can leave Amity, New England, and make it to the Bahamas on a plane in the same amount of time that a shark can Mentally figure out where they're going and follow them. You have a problem with this? Why would I have a problem with that, dude? I am com- I am a logical individual, and I don't see any problem with this whatsoever. Right, especially when you when you're introducing Michael Caine as Hoagie, which you can't go wrong with Michael Caine unless you're putting him. In a film where Shark goes from Amity to the Bahamas. Yeah. Now you've told me he he clearly did this for a fucking paycheck because. Well, he said he. <laughs> I have not seen Jaws: The Revenge. However, I have seen the house that it built, and it is quite lovely. Well, I'm that, not going to hold that, that like... against him because, dude, I. Michael Caine, he's another one of those guys, dude. Like, you could be flipping through the channels and you look and you're just like, Michael Caine, like, I don't even know what this is, but I will stop and see because... Yeah. It it doesn't fucking matter, dude. It's fucking Michael... You know what I mean? Like, he's fucking cool. Like, dude, he's like one of those guys. He's in my in my stable with, like, Gary Oldman. Dude, I've, I saw Gary Oldman do a fucking cell phone commercial and I... Dead stopped, dead ass, like I was watching an Oscar performance. Like, what's happening right here? Mm-hmm. There were certain people like that that you just give a yes. shit about. Right. Like Michael King, grief, dude. Gary Oldman, Gene Hackman. Oh, yeah, Gene you, Hackman. You're going to watch. Yeah. Dude, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Although, De Niro, as of late, he's a little weird. Pacino's still fucking, he holds his ground. Yep. But, yeah, dude, you know what I mean? But, dude, then again, dude, if, if fucking De Niro was fucking trying to sell me insurance, I'm going to stop and I'm going to listen. I'd be like, oh, I don't give, you know, whatever. But, yeah, yeah Michael Caine is one of those, he's one of those guys. Yeah, Gene and Hackman, then we good call on that, dude. That's, 
that's a yeah. that's a gangster dude right there. Dude, did you ever see PCU going back to the early nineties? Of course, with David Spade and uh Jeremy Piven. And yeah. And yeah, the yeah. one guy is working on his college thesis on the G, uh the Kane Hackman theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. At any time of the day there is a Michael Caine or a Gene Hackman movie on. And that is his coach thesis. Dude, it's fucking brilliant because it's, in a way, it's totally true. You're just going to watch it. Yep. Yep. I look at it this way. Here's a perfect example, and then we'll get off this topic. Gene Hackman in Unforgiven is the most unlikable piece of shit on earth. Yep. But you love that motherfucker anyway because he's Gene motherfucking Hackman. Yep. Absolutely. That's it. End All right. Story. Okay. Back to back to back to <clears throat> the revenge. Right. So we have uh, Hoagie, uh, Michael Caine, and then we introduce. Oh shit! I forgot his name. Sonny Spoon. His character's name. Yeah. Sonny Spoon. Sonny Spoon. Uh, it doesn't Mario matter what his fucking Stampede. name is. Sonny Spoon guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mario. Like, and I don't want to hear shit. You're trying to remember his legitimate name. Or his character's name, because for the fucking past 30 years, if you have needed to refer to Mario Van Peebles, you have just said, fucking Sonny Spoon. So don't try to be fucking PC now. Get the fuck out of here. You are 100% correct. He is Sonny Spoon. He's fucking... Dude, isn't... His dad is in the movie too, right? Yeah. Yeah, fucking... (laughs) Sonny Boon... Sonny Boon... Sonny Spoon Senior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Martin, Martin Van Peebles is in the movie also. And he is kind of the, the equivalent of Hooper. He is kind of Michael's Hooper. He's the more science-y tech guy. And they are working on a doctrine. They're working on a doctoral paper on Conch show. Right. You know who his father? You know who his character reminds me of? Uh, Coral from Dr. No. I will say I am not really versed on... Wait, okay. No, I hear you, yes. Are you... uh, Were you really... I'm not really versed, dude? I was about to get on a plane to fucking Mayberry or wherever the fuck it is that you fucking live. (laughs) And Newberry. And give you an open hand slap to the fucking mouth. Because... Like three or four years running when the James Bond marathon fucking came on. We sat there oh, and watched uh, Dr. No. And you're going to tell me you don't know who Coral is? Coral. Yes. Really? Okay. I want you to get in a little piece of paper and I want you to write it down and I want you to put it on your refrigerator with your fucking uh, Ewok magnet. Andrew owes me one open hand slap to the mouth. Because I couldn't remember who the fuck Coral from Dr. No was. I want you to put put that up there. Because I'm holding you to that until we're dead, guy. Should be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) I'm not really versed on Dr. No. And, (laughs) hey, as long as I remember who Solitaire is, right? Who's... Oh, touche. As long as as I remember Solitaire. (laughs) Oh, um, you know what? I think, dude, we're gonna probably have to do a bond. Uh, oh, we're gonna have to yeah, do, yeah, we're gonna have to do a bond. That's not one session, though, my dude. That's no, we will, we will take film at a time. I think, or maybe yeah. maybe two, maybe two. Yeah, 
All right, so continue. <laughs> Sunny Spoon Stadia. So we got they're in there digging for conk, and all of a sudden a freaking shark shows up. Oh, yeah. So Michael, of course, doesn't want to tell his mother. Sunny Spoon wants to catch it, tag it, and study it. It's the same shit as part three. And Mike's like, oh, maybe it's a good idea now. Not warning from part three, but dude. Of course not, theme... because we make no sense. Yeah, because. Oh, dude, I don't... it's, it, bro, it's so bad, dude. Come on, let, let's, let, let's, let's call it as it is. It's, it's fucking terrible. Dude, the scene where the shark, where, where they're at the boat, when they're in the, the wrecked boat. Uh-huh. And Mike. And the the shark that is, I don't know, 40 fucking feet long is going through this boat. The tail is not waving at all. Oh, the physical shark in this movie is a fucking blasphemy, dude. It's terrible. Ridiculous. Oh. There, There is no way that this shark of this size made it through this boat or anything. Okay. We're gonna. We gotta skip around this one because Ellen, it's, it's a. Tr- it's a. Ellen tragedy. is convinced that this shark is following them. Whatever. Okay, banana boat. So they're on the boat, and this shark jumps up, is going right for Thea, misses her because I guess the shark's Brady detector was off, and gets the lady next to her. The the shark's what detector was off? Uh, Brody detector. Did you say Brady? Brady. Dude, what I'm the fuck dude. did Greg and Marsha ever fucking do to you? You know what they did? They made me drink nine PBRs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> so... It misses... Thea gets the lady next to her and chomps. Well, I would say chomps, but the mouth on his fucking shark never moves. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like, no articulation to this shark. No, this physical shark, dude, is the worst. The worst. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because it's comical, but you see the lady like, ah! But she's just kind of laying in the shark's mouth. Yeah, dude. Not getting it's, chunked it's at bad, all. It's bad, bro. <laughs> it's like, it, you know what looked better? When Bella Lugosi was getting strangled by the octopus <laughs> in Bride of... <laughs> that... And 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 the engine didn't work, and Bella was taking the arms and flopping it all around him. Yeah, I know, dude. That you got to take into consideration that Bella Lugosi could fucking sit there and splash water on his face and pretend that he was in the Titanic, and you you wouldn't care. There's a big difference. yeah. There's a big difference. <laughs> he said, "Ah!" <laughs> oh man. So shit. At this point, Ellen's all pissed off. Damn it, I'm going to get the shark. So she hops in a boat and goes after the shark. Michael finds out he 
Sonny Spoon and Hoagie. Wait, no. No, he and Sonny Spoon go out after the shark. After and Mom. And Sonny Spoon is like, do, is like MacGyver, like building shit out of fucking paper clips and batteries and shit, right? Right. He He's like Professor on Gilgan's Island. Yeah, oh, dude, you know, with totally. two coconut, with, with two coconuts, you know, chewing gum and, you know, a paperclip, I can make it dead. Two coconuts chewing gum. Dude, I, I need the illustration of that right there. That's fucking perfect. <laughs> so there you go. And as the shark is going to ram the mom and here's Michael and the, everything's coming together. The shark is about to jump up, and Hoagie flies out of nowhere. Like, oh, God. Anything. Uh, and and barnstorms a freaking shark, which I guess is kind of a throwback to part two with the helicopter. Oh, with, uh, with C. Everett Coop? Yeah. I, I think you're giving it too much credit, dude. I think it was a fucking cop-out and just... It's just shit. <laughs> it's, it's crap. But... Hoagie swims to the boat, gets out, and is half wet if you look at him. Like, he's not even all the way wet. I'd say I would, I'll revisit to, to double check, but no. <laughs> so, Sunday Spoon decides, you know, we're, we're going to put the detonator in the shark and jack him up or whatever. I don't know. I'm confused at this point. But he ends up getting chomped, but not dying, but maybe dying, depending on the version you're watching. Oh, there's no he, way he... Does he die in a, in one of them? There, there are versions where he is eaten, and you don't see him again. See, dude, this is where I'm getting confused, because I remember watching this movie way back when, and I don't remember him living. So maybe that's the version yeah. that I saw because I'm always like, wait, yeah. like this doesn't seem right. Yeah, no, he dies in a couple in a verse. Now this is where it gets really jacked up because now Michael has the transmitter thing, and Ellen decides she's, she's going to ram the shark. So they're going up on the shark. Michael is zapping the shark, and at this point, the shark is jumping out of the water and roaring. This is a full-on roar. Okay. Do you want to pull, to point out the obvious flaw, or would you like me to? The fact that sharks don't roar? Well, the fact that sharks have no vocal cords. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they don't make any sound. So he's zapping the shark and roar. He's And this is going on repeatedly as Ellen is ramming the boat. You're getting flashbacks to Jaws 1 with Chief Brody shooting the shark. Yeah, I didn't care for that. No. It, it all was the flashbacks way, in this movie were fucking... It was, it was cheap. They were all cheap. Way, it was way like too a little late. piece of bullshit to try to add some credibility to this, you know, uh, peanut turd that was Jaws the Revenge. It, no, no bueno. Yeah. So this is continuing. The boat is coming closer. Michael is zapping the shark. Martin is shooting at Jaws 1. And, okay, this is where we get cl the clue ending, where in one version, the shark blows up when the boat hits it on impact. The shark blows up. 
I guess Michael detonates it. It blows up as Ellen hits the shark. And there's an explosion. Ending two, Ellen rams the shark and impales the motherfucker. And the shark is hanging off of the mast. Right. Which makes more sense. I agree. And then the shark kind of like flies off and dies. And then what's what's the last ending? Well, those are the two. But in that ending, Sonny Spoon dies. Where in the ending where the shark blows up, Sonny Spoon is floating in the water. Hey, get me out of the water, man. Now you see... uh, I don't get it. No, I'm completely confused. Because I feel, dude, I think maybe I've seen all of them, and I can't put, I can't put it together. I don't think anybody can. Yeah, because it's a fucking turd. It's a turd. I, I don't, like, yeah. how did they even allow that movie to get made? I, I don't. Like yeah, in my brain, dude, that's like a direct-to-video never happened. Mm-hmm. But that movie went to the fucking theater, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I didn't... This was actually the one I didn't see in the theater. Hey, you just saved yourself fucking six bucks. Yeah, at that well, point. You know, yeah. At that point, yeah. I probably would have went to a matinee, so, you know, 350. But, yeah. yeah. Dude, you yo, 10, 10 beans, you would have gotten your movie ticket, goddamn soda, some yep. popcorn, and a 40 when you walked out. <laughs> so, yeah, United Artists Limbrook did not get my money that day. So that was that. And then, yeah, like I said, you know, Sonny Spoon was floating around in some ending. Some, I, I, yeah, I, I, you know, as hard as I, I, I tried as hard as I might to find something good to say about that movie. Something, or at least something interesting about well, No, that. dude, the, the weirdo cameos, dude. That's, that's the... Oh! Oh, and and this has nothing to do with Jaws. But as far as weirdo cameos and fathers of whatever, I'm going to go off on a complete tangent, okay? And I know this is a movie you don't particularly like, but I love it for some reason. Oh, this ought to be good. Sleepaway Camp, okay? Um, I don't hate that movie. I just don't think it's all that good. Okay. I, no. I respect, dude, I respect it for what it is. I just, I don't need to rewatch it. You know what I mean? Okay. But if I remember correctly, you didn't see it all that long ago, right? I just, I watched that probably within the past six months. Okay. Now, you know the pervy uh, cook? Yes. When I'm talking about all the baldies? Yeah, which was just full-on creepy, yeah. dude. Ugh. Okay. You know the black guy who is his assistant chef that they end up making the head chef after he got burned? Yes. You know who that is? Nope. He is the father of James Earl Jones. Vader? Yes. He is... Because the movie was made in like 82? Yeah, yeah, that movie is old and it shows. And that guy is in his like 50s or 60s. Jesus, dude, that's Papa Vader? He he is Papa Vader. He is the father of... His name is like... Oh, I forgot. It's something Earl Jones. But he is the father of James Earl Jones. Okay, well, I'm just going to have to watch 
at least that scene because I'm not stomaching that fucking movie and again. If, yeah, if you watch him when he's like, you know, they're not even old enough to know what you're talking about. You can you can you see can, it, right? You can see James Earl Jones in him. <laughs> do you uh, do you have sex with your bathers? I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> he is the crown king of the Munda. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That is completely kind of off, but yeah, that's um, a, a, a that's a tad bit off topic. Yeah, a little bit, but. What brought, what reminded me of it is the whole Sonny Spoon, his father, you know, Martin Van Peebles is in Joe's Revenge, so that kind of reminded me of it. Okay, I I can, I can understand your uh, your reasoning there. Yeah. But I guess is that it? Did we make did we make it through? We made it through, dude. It was a freaking marathon, but we made it through. Dude, that's been a long time, man. That was a lot, dude. We did six movies, I think, in less time than we did these four. Yeah, we definitely did. Somebody watches because too many there, fucking shark movies. Dude, there was so much in the first Jaws, though. Even though not a lot happened, but there was so much to what happened, you know? I, dude, I said it to you before. That is, again, definitely my top ten, probably my top five. Like, I would literally have to sit here and think of movies as a whole that are more perfect yeah. than that than that first Jaws movie. I agree. I mean, it's in my top five, and the rest of what is in my top five is probably going back earlier than that. You know, I'm going back to 40s and 50 to find other films that are as good, you know, as I Jaws. mean. I've got old ones that, you know, I, uh, you know me, dude. I'm like a fucking asshole with those old movies. But if I want to look at something that had the same effect that Jaws had, the only other movie that I can think of right off the top of my head that I am kind of old enough to, you know, get a handle on mm-hmm. is probably The Exorcist. Because... Dude, when The Exorcist came out, you remember you I mean, you, you know, we're fucking what year did that did The Exorcist come out? It was 74. Yeah, we 70. might yeah, we might have been a glimp we might have been swimming around on our dad's balls at that at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't you know, I don't know how to eloquently put that. But you know for a fact the effect that that movie had on the general public. Yeah. It was like a fucking uproar, dude. Everybody was freaking yeah. out. Dude, weren't people like throwing up in the theater? Like, the church Passing was... out and shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. The church was freaking the fuck out because of this movie. Yep. Jaws is another one of those movies that we know for a fact had that effect on the general public. Right. You're going to tell me that anybody wanted to go back in the water after that movie? No, they did not, and we all know that. Yeah. That movie fucked people up, dude. I'm not going in the water. There might be a fucking shark there. Like, wasn't that the the tagline? Yeah. Something about it's safe to go back, it's not safe to go back in the water, or whatever the fuck it was. Well, that was, Jaws 2 was just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. Right, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, Yeah. Dude, Jaws had an impact 
on dude on earth on, on human conditions. Yeah. yeah, right. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not that many movies can fucking say that. Yeah. And the thing is, is that the movie at a, as a whole is not really scary. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that there is the possibility that this could be fucking real. You know, Godzilla fucking popping up out of the ocean. Hey, shit, as much as I'd love to see him do that, I'm not holding my fucking breath. Right. Dude, a 25-foot great white shark all of a sudden appearing out of nowhere and decide it's got a fucking bone to pick. Hey, that shit could happen. Mm-hmm. So, just for that reason, it, it makes it into my into my five. Like, dude, like... Yeah. You can't friggin' screw yep. around with that, man. Absolutely. Although we probably shouldn't, uh... We probably shouldn't go down this road because we'll be on the phone for another two hours and my beer locker is getting a little light. <laughs> so, all right, dude, we made it through friggin', uh, we made it through four yep. fucking Jaws movies. Yeah. Hopefully Boy, we uh, accomplish something, you know. Of course, we'd like to do this more frequently, but I don't know, man. Yeah. It's quality versus quantity, man. It is. It is. And, you know, that being said, um, you know, people on Twitter have been more than amazing with responding to what we put out, especially with the Friday the 13th um, episode that we did. Yeah, I know, dude. You keep, I, I, like, you keep telling me that, dude. Like, you know, dude, I'm like a dinosaur, dude. I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm. A, I don't know if I'm a dinosaur, dude. I just. I, I don't like. Oh, that. I, yeah. I don't like that shit. I just. I just wait for you to tell me things. Yeah, dude. I, you know. I, you know. I try to touch base with everybody, and you know, we we have. Um, where is it here? Gabriella. She's from South Africa, so we are internationally known <laughs> and we're known throughout the microphone. <laughs> I mean, I mean, outrageous. We are internationally um, known. I, I, you know what? I got to think of... I, I can't even think of a fucking something snarky to say, but I'm sure I will eventually. Yeah. I mean, we uh, Gabriella, she's from South Africa, I believe. And uh, she's on Twitter at noir underscore or underscore never. She wrote an article about Friday the 13th Part 3 where she kind of analyzed it and used us as a source. So, I mean, that... What, like, we were like, her, we were like the cliff note? We, yeah. Like, she oh, that's said, Dino and Andrew from a What Podcast said, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> it's just really cool. If you find her article, read that. Um, uh, Fairy Faye... She's at Fairy Feisty underscore Faye. I believe she's from England. Has been giving us a buttload of support. Um, at Terran Tacos has given given us a shout out on their podcast talking about the Friday Thirteenth episode. Grindhouse Messiah, the podcast at Grind Messiah. I actually recorded an episode with them that should be coming out soon, talking about uh, Six String Samurai and Turbo Kid. That oh, was a Turbo real kid. fun yeah, talk. Yeah, Turbo Kid. I, I, I saw that one. That one was uh, if you're if you're an eighties, yeah, Michael. Child, that's a, that's a cool movie. Yeah, absolutely. 
And then I don't know if uh, you probably saw the picture. I put it on the our Facebook group. Actually, not our Facebook group, but our Facebook page. I picked up the hard copy of The Ultimate Guide to Strange Cinema, written by Michael Vaughn. Oh, um, okay. First of all, if you're asking James me if I saw the picture, <laughs> hold on, bro. If you're asking me if I saw the yeah. picture, you're giving me way too much fucking credit. Okay. But I know you told me about this on numerous occasions. This is like the freaky movie reference book. Dude, this book is, let me see, it is 300 and. Not not counting the index, so I'm going to give him more credit. Um, 340 pages. I have it right here with me. 343 pages of strange-ass movie index. Talking about different crazy-ass camp strange films from different countries. and I mean, they talk about movies like Rubber movies like Crawl Space with Klaus Kinski. Dude, he does a full thing on student bodies in it. Horsehead bookends? Yeah, exactly. Not only does he do a blurb on student bodies, but he has an interview with the actor who plays the shop teacher of Horsehead Book uh Horse and Book uh Horse and Book Ends. This is what happens when you have 10 beers in you. Um, he does a full interview. <laughs> you fuck, you fucking stuttering prick, you. <laughs> but, <laughs> dude, on Amazon, I picked this book up. You know, I, I I had it digital copy, and I purchased it, hard copy. Fantastic book. Pick it up. Well, that's cool. I wouldn't um, expect you to do anything less, dude. You're old school like me, dude. I want, pa- I want, I want paper in my hand. I want to see it. Absolutely. There's no soul in that digital bullshit. No, not at all. Oh, I'm gonna have but, to, I'm gonna have to look now. I want to see what I want to see what the book looks like. Yeah, it's it is good. Yeah, take a look at it. Um, hit us, uh, hit me up on uh, Twitter at a what podcast. Go on Facebook. Um, we've got the Facebook page, and then we have the Facebook group. Now the Facebook group. We'll be discussing, you know, a what, but it will also be the Facebook page for Huh Podcast, which is a podcast I'm doing with my wife where we talk about horror movies and introducing our kids into the horror genre and stuff like that. So it is not, it it is kind of a sister podcast to what Andrew and I are doing here. It's PG. I got a freak train. PG. Um, It is PG-13. Yeah, they keep go. telling yourself that guy. You fucking PG. Oh. You PG, dude. Because if, <laughs> if you're PG-13, you know, then I'm NC-17. <laughs> we are, yeah. That's, oh, <laughs> dude, I'm going to make a t-shirt that just says NC-17 right over, right across the chest. But yeah, I'm, um, I will be using the same, just for ease, the same Twitter will be for both podcasts. The Facebook group, the Facebook page will be strictly for a what? You know, once again, the uh, Farsighted Network is who is hosting us. And we thank them for putting us out there, putting us on, um, putting us on iTunes. <laughs> and on, on, 
<laughs> You're right. I have guys. a few more beers. Dude. You all right, dude? <laughs> Dude, if you want, we could go. We could go hang out behind the pool. Am I out? You want to go hang out behind the pool? You sure, you okay, guy? <laughs> There's no mushrooms, Andrew. No mushrooms. Oh shit! But hey, yeah, I need them. Um, I got them. And fucking, that is it, man. Um, fantastic. We are on SoundCloud, so oh, we are on SoundCloud. Oh, I should yeah, know we are. I put um, that shit up on. I should know that. Yep. And while you're on SoundCloud, let me give a shout out to my buddy, uh, our friend, our lifelong friend, freaking DJ Audio Five One Six. Check out what he does, man. He, he's. I don't even know what to say, dude. I don't even know what to say about him. Shoot, we should probably we should probably stop now, because both Andrew and I have been drinking a lot, and this guy has been a friend of ours forever. So it could get floppy sentimental in here. <laughs> yeah, it could also end up bad because we could try to friggin' three-way call him and he's going to be like, why are you assholes fucking calling me right now? I've got a baby girl I'm trying to raise. Leave me the hell alone. <laughs> Actually, you know what, dude? To be honest with you, he's probably up drinking fucking beer right now and he'd be like, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Yo, yo, we're not going to take it up the Yeah. Oh, come on, guy. You got to get more Gotta give him more credit than that. Yeah. I'm sure he's got, he got some balance. Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. So alright, dude. I guess that's it. We fucking uh we did our uh we yep. did our shit again. Yep. That was, that oh, was long. One more that was long, bro. Damn What's it. that? I'm sorry. Pido Comics. <laughs> Pido Comics podcast. Pint. Pint. Come on, clear, motherfucker. Pint. P I N T. Pint? Oh, <laughs> um, uh, man, uh, giving a shout out to doing really cool, uh, comic type podcasts and stuff like that. Real good guys spreading our name around and wow, it just keeps coming because people on Twitter have been ridiculous with us, like putting our name out, talking about our podcast, especially that Friday the 13th podcast, draw one last breath. They're a couple of guys from uh, England, and they've uh, they've given us a shout out too. They're fantastic, real fun podcast. They kind of sound like us, but only a lot more dignified because they're British accent. But they don't go four hours on a freaking podcast, so they probably have a little more self restraint. Is that dude? You there? Beyondu, Beyondu. Yo. Yeah. You still yeah. there? Yeah, I'm here, dude. I, somehow I got muted, so I don't know what's uh, what I actually said or what I didn't. Okay, I didn't really hear anything. Um, I mentioned the uh, draw one last breath. Oh no, no, no! I heard you the entire time. Were you talking? If if I happened to say anything and you didn't hear me talking, then it okay. that was that. When was okay? Put it this way: When was the last time you heard me say anything? Before I mentioned Joel, one last breath. Okay, so it's not a big deal. I shouldn't have actually even been talking while you were doing all of this, so it's not a big deal. Did you cover everything? Do we need to... Uh... Yeah, I think we're good. All right, so how we cl- how you want to close this out? All right. This will either be an editing nightmare <laughs> or...
for the most raw, uncut, or whatever. I don't know, dude. I think we'll be all right. Dude, our editing... You know what? Let's not even talk about this on record. There's no point of it. Let's just figure out how we're going to wrap this up, and then I can talk to you about it after. All right. You want to close out, or you want me to close out? You go for it, man. Okay, so I guess uh, here we are. We are wrapping up another episode of A What Podcast. Thank you for listening to our insane rambling. We hope you tune in next time. Uh, yeah, you know, guys are a bunch of troopers for sticking this crap out. Bunch of uh, bunch of masochists, as far as I can tell. I don't know if I'd want to listen to this shit for this amount of time either. So uh, we're going to spare you any more punishment, and we are going to wrap this up. My dude, yep. it's always a pleasure. I will talk to you soon. Yep. Be good. Yep. All right, my man. Keep in touch with yourself.